Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lawyers of Reddit. What is the nastiest, craziest divorce case that you've handled? I worked for a judge. Two prominent local news people had a divorce. They filed mutual restraining orders against each other for violence, the filings were vague on details, but still somehow conveyed a sense of Shiloh or Antietam levels of blood. When it came time for the hearing, it turned out the violence was spitting. More specifically, during a heated argument, Flex of Spittle managed to touch the other party, judge denied the restraining orders, and both parties' attorneys probably bought new yachts, such as Justice. Man, if they were both on TV at this time you think their lawyers would have advised this is a bad idea, you were on screen the next day with no visible injuries it's not going to go your way. Here's a story of a potential thwarted divorce case, told to me by our closing attorney. The man and his fiancée are buying a house together. They get to the paper where you sign off on all your aliases. The woman has a full page of former names. The guy asks, what is this? The woman nonchalantly says, oh, I've been married five times before. The guy gets up and walks out. Needless to say they did not buy the house or stay together. You'd think that had come up before the setting down hundreds of thousands of dollars together phase of a relationship. I'm a child who dealt with parents getting divorced. When I was 7, I was forced to go to therapists to play games with them my mother was trying to get custody and insisted it. It was a board game. It seemed innocent enough. I roll the dice, and the therapist picks up a card from his deck, and asks me a question. When he rolled, I picked a card and asked him a question. My questions were simple for a 7 year old. What's your favorite color, and what not? His questions were smart tricky. How do you feel when mommy does this? And what do you think of daddy when this happens? So I sat there for an hour, seven years old, playing this game. At the end, we left the room and met with my parents and he said I would do better living with my mother. I specifically remember looking at the man and saying but I don't want to just live with mom. I want to live with dad too, like I'm doing now. One week at mom's, one week at dad's. I'll never forget the way that the therapist basically ignored me, and said that the game discussions showed that I'm happier with my mom. The look on my father's face was heartbreaking and he started to tear up. I remember as we were walking out of the place my parents stopped in the parking lot to discuss things, and I stood there waiting for them to finish arguing. I remember getting so frustrated because they were talking about me, in front of me. I stopped them and said, why didn't you just ask me what I wanted my mother looked quite stunned, and my dad seemed so relieved. I wound up doing one week at mom's and one week at dad's until I was 17 and went into college. Mondays I got on the bus at one house. 
and off the bus at the other. Parents, don't be dongs. Just ask your kid. We might actually have something to say. I had a few. One guy had his wife served with the divorce papers while she was in the hospital undergoing cancer treatment. She had no idea he wanted a divorce. One guy wanted a provision in his divorce that said his sons couldn't watch NASCAR because the wife's new boyfriend was into NASCAR. In the same case, the property division was so contentious that the judge had the parties list every piece of furniture in the house and try to work through who would get what. The guy made sure that he wanted everything she did, down to things like lace doilies her grandma made and some trophy she won in a women's shooting competition. I bought her the gun so it's pretty much my trophy. Another guy wanted no custody and no visitation with his four sons until he learned how much child support would be. Then he wanted full custody with no visitation for the wife and the hope that she'd have to pay him child support. I only did divorces for about a year before I moved on to mortgage foreclosures. Those are far less depressing. I was a secretary for an attorney. I think the most entertaining one was when a guy had to divorce his wife via newspaper because she wouldn't leave the house or answer the door for the process server. My parents' divorce was finalized September of 2014, but the separation of assets is still opened. The short of it is that my dad has always... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He's been really jealous. About two years ago my dad got it in his head that my mom was cheating with a Baker police officer in our hometown, Mexico. He hired two guys to watch her 24 stroke 7. They confirmed that she was cheating and said they had a video. Well $8k and my dad's sanity later. There's no video and my dad is mentally ill. He hired someone else to kill this Baker police officer. Thankfully they two just took his money and did not kill him. He started going to brothels and sexually harassing women. He said he would leave my mom on the streets and has attempted to pay off judges. My dad was always a good hardworking man. Now he is someone I don't know. Some say it's a midlife crisis, but the guy is 65 years old. I feel if it was a crisis it should have happened years ago. TL. DR. My dad thinks he lives in an Colombian novella. That's terrible and I feel awful for you. 
but it's possible your dad needs medical help. I'm no expert, but I've heard stories of people with family members around his age who underwent sudden personality changes, and it turned out to be early onset dementia, a tumor, or some other issue. The hard part is convincing him he needs care. I didn't handle the divorce but I was working in a legal clinic and had a client seeking a protective order from her ex-husband. We had an initial interview and I got paperwork filed. Between filing and the scheduled hearing, she called me. She started rambling and when she calmed down, she told me her ex had been arrested for murdering his brother. Even with bigger fish to fry, he insisted on attending the protective order hearing while in custody, which is his right but a terrible idea because anything he says on the record can be used by prosecutors. He shows up in his prison jumpsuit and handcuffs and takes every opportunity to talk about how my client would get drunk and start fights with him and he had to give her a slap to shut her up. He's currently serving a life sentence after being convicted of second degree murder and several other felonies divorce attorney here the standard comment i make is that i represent good people in their worst moments however some cases seem like representing the worst people in their worst moments i have a bunch of anecdotes but the truly surreal case for me was a post decree case was a husband sought reduction of his unallocated family support obligation after he was fired from a six-figure salary as a public school principal he was jerking off in his car while driving and was observed by most other people in a school bus that was much higher than his car. The legal issue was whether his change in employment was in bad faith. After a 3 hour hearing, it court felt that it was. He was jerking off in his car while driving and was observed by most other people in a school bus that was much higher than his car. The legal issue was whether his change in employment was in bad faith. After a 3 hour hearing, it court felt that it was. I agree. Most people know not to have a wank on school property, unless they are a student of course. My grandparents divorce. I refused to help them with it or get involved. I think my only advice was to burn all of their possessions. It was truly awful. It went on for at least 4 years. My grandfather was a shopping addict and hoarder and step-grandmother left the minute that they ran out of cash. They then proceeded to fight about every object in their hoard all while both being in the middle of dying. She was dying of cancer and Alzheimer's and he of diabetes and kidney failure. So it wasn't like they had some grand plan about how someone was going to use any of these objects. They owned basically nothing of actual value. My grandfather was just awful and wouldn't let her go. Did she know she was leaving? Not sure and wrote her nasty letters weekly. After my grandfather died, my family threw away or donated virtually every last hammer, hat and book they fought over. What a waste of time and energy their whole divorce fiasco was. I'm sure they greatly annoyed their respective attorneys greatly. Far back on Reddit I saw thread where the guy lost his house in the divorce but kept few land around it via some loophole. First he had all the trees logged and sold. Then he had the stumps ground and mulched. Then he sold the topsoil, the E sold off the gravel, then he sold off the clay until the house was left on a hill surrounded by rock. If someone knows the thread please link it it's great. I just had lunch with a lawyer friend of mine and he told me this crazy story. When he was an intern there was this divorce case where the woman was demanding her husband for child support. It was in a small city in Bolivia's highlands and both the husband and wife were shepherds. Anyways. The husband asked the judge for a medical examination of his genitalia. Turns out the husband was actually a woman. She was raised by her grandparents and they respected her preferences. 
for the rest of the community she was a boy. After her grandparents died she inherited the land and after some time the neighbor offered her to marry his daughter. Without knowing the guy was actually a girl. She accepted and once she was married she came to an agreement with her wife. They will be married but they won't have sex. After a while the wife got a lover and had three kids, the husband took them as his her own. Some years passed and the relationship got really deteriorated so the husband asked for a divorce. Things got ugly and she ended up telling the truth in order to avoid paying child support. That was a ride. My mum and dad's case was a giant head frick for me. The custody battle was just bad. I'm pretty sure my mum has a mental illness. She accused my dad of molesting me. Not true. So when they split the court gave her custody. She had two other kids both with different fathers living with their fathers. For a reason. She was a druggy alcoholic prostitute. I got to visit my dad sometimes. But he had to always have a witness with him and my mum would never be home half the time for him to pick me up. To this day I have no idea where she would have taken me. I suspect a dealer's place or a so called boyfriend's place. So one day dad was going to take me to the zoo. We met at the train station and my mum then decided to argue and say I wasn't allowed to go. So 4 year old me must have thought nafrik you be and I spat in her face. Dad was so proud. But he sorta told me off because he was actually a responsible parent. Eventually the court realized that this woman was in fact not capable of raising any of her children and was a train reek. So the tables turned and dad had custody and I was to see her every so often. Any visitations were monitored by a social worker. She kinda disappeared for a few years though and I eventually forgot what she looked like. A lot of my childhood memories have mostly been suppressed and forgotten. Eventually I asked if I could see my mum again. Court order was to see her every second weekend. Started off alright but history began to repeat itself and I was exposed to a lot of violence during my teens. Not quite a divorce case but it was close to being so. My dad did love my mum and was going to ask her to marry him. Lucky he didn't before that all happened oh oh. Not strictly divorces, but my family law professor had some good stories. Story 1. Client calls. Hi. Can I kick my pregnant girlfriend out of the house? You really shouldn't do that. But can I? Legally speaking? Since you never married, and the home is in your name. Yes, you can legally exclude her but you really freaking shouldn't. Thanks, I need you to explain that to someone. Client opens door, where police are getting ready with a ram. Hand cell phone to police officer. Story 2. Unmarried mum comes in and asks, So, what do I have to do to get his house? Um, you really shouldn't be getting married if you're already planning to end the relationship. Yeah, but what do I have to do? Well, if you're married and live in the home, it become a matrimonial home and you have an equal right to possession upon divorce. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Thanks. Client calls again. He wants me to sign up and up. Well, this would limit what you would be able to get in a divorce, and it doesn't really give you anything. Why are you getting married if both you and he know that you're only in it to get his house? Okay so I should sign it. Client calls again. Okay, we are married now, but he won't let me move in. Family law is crazy. A guest speaker in that course was beating up by thugs for a ruling he made in a high profile arbitration case. A man came into the family law firm my friend was working in and says his wife was cheating on him. He's extremely rich and wants to get divorced. The lawyer proceeds to ask him about his assets and what he wants to keep. He says that she can have the house, the car, the boat, the kids etc. The lawyer asks him what he wants to keep then, given that he doesn't seem to want anything. The man angrily responds that B only loves her dog. I want her to suffer so I want the court to order that the dog be taken away from her and cremated. She can have 50% of the ashes and I'll have the other 50%. Somehow this prince among men is getting divorced. And despite the crazy, somehow I'm still interested in practicing in family law. Not a lawyer but saw what happened to my cousin. He got married at the start one year, during the year ended up needing surgery, gets home and wife has left and taken all the stuff including the dog. They both owned a house each but his was worth slightly more so she made him pay her the difference in the settlement. But as a happy end to the story he is now married to a lovely woman and they have two kids together. Someone in my family holds the state record for longest divorce proceedings. 30 plus years of unrelenting fighting that divided the family into who talks to which parent, complete with long periods of not speaking to one another and family members not speaking to the people who won't speak to the family members that they like. The reverse too. Some people talk to the mom and some talk to the dad, but you can't talk to them both. Not allowed. God forbid you ever mention one to the other. It's a war and it totally fricked their kids, my mom and aunt's uncles. Up, it won't end until both parties are dead and in the ground. Getting my counseling license and taking legal ethics classes. One crazy story is while a lady is in her counseling session, her husband comes in and says to the receptionist that he's her husband and he won't be able to pick up the kids because he has to go into work right then and could the receptionist let the client know when she gets out of the appointment. The receptionist says yes. When the client comes out of her appointment the receptionist passes along the message and the client says are you serious? He isn't supposed to know I'm here. We're in the middle of a divorce and he's crazy. TL. DR. Train receptionists to say I can neither confirm or deny that person is a client. Not an attorney, but I do title research and including divorce cases and reports is part of my job. I came across a case in Ohio from the early 1900s in which the wife jabbed her husband in the rectum with a hot poker, made him sleep in the barn for several months, had his sons beat the crap out of him and she still got the farm in the divorce. Her defense was that he was a drunk, 
which was enough for the judge, apparently. Before you testify to crap in any civil suit, bear in mind that it's public record and some butthole like me is gonna come along a hundred years later and laugh at your butt, so to speak. I know that was 115 years ago but that abuse sounds horrific and I hope he is safe in heaven. I work in civil litigation, so not divorce, but I had a case where part of the issue was the previous dangerous behavior of plaintiff's dogs. My client believed that part of plaintiff's divorce involved not allowing the dogs around plaintiff's kids so we filed to unseal the divorce settlement agreement. The divorce was between two lawyers and it was a duty of a settlement. They had two single space pages dedicated to splitting up family stuffed animals. It was pretty heartbreaking to read who would be getting things like Boots the Bear. Oh dear god. I can't even begin to imagine. I've seen theater couples try to act together. I've seen tech couples try to program together. But holy crap. Two lawyers trying to rip their respective lives back apart. I'd imagine there have been multinational wars with less collateral damage. My sister works at a family law firm. Some lady was divorcing her husband and after the mediation he called back the next day saying he was going to kill her and everyone at the firm. So I'd say he handled it well. He sounds like a catch. I wonder why she wanted to divorce him. Yes. Finally my moments to shine. A mother US citizen, who took her child from Argentina and ran back to the US child born in AR. I represented the Argentine father-husband. Federal court, Argentine govt got involved, made the news in Buenos Aires. We won and had child returned to father in Argentina. Also represented a woman who was convinced that her husband had implanted micro robots into her brain and was trying to control her. She would bring us all these nanotech articles trying to convince us that it was possible. She dragged the case out for 4 years convinced that he has done all kinds of illegal stuff. Like destroyed her car brakes so she would crash and putting poison into her tap water. She was nuts. We almost had to get a conservator for her estate. My first divorce case was the most memorable. My client was a nice looking, 50ish waitress who was breaking hearts at the local small town cafe. She was on divorce number 5. I had a little lawyer kit of things she should do. Clean out the joint accounts, change the car title, etc. She had done all of them, plus a few things neither I nor the professional list maker had thought of. Husband number 5 came into my office to cry and concede everything. Now that was a guy who needed a lawyer with a list. No such luck. She fricked him over gently, professionally, I thought. Didn't overreach too much, but got everything she was or might have been entitled to, plus a little more. It was easy peasy for me. Helps if your first time is with an experienced woman. I learned a lot. Helps if your first time is with an experienced woman. I learned a lot. I find this is true about a lot of things. Day 58 of the 60 days it took for my parents divorce to be final. My dad called my mom at work and begged her to call it off and take him back. She said no. He went from sad and crying to pee. Saying so this is how you want things about an hour and a half later. My mom got another phone call from someone letting her know that our house was on fire. It was arson, of course. I wish that's the worst I could say about their divorce. Sounds like she was right to divorce him. My sister is a divorce lawyer and I remember she once told me about a case she handled where the wife kept cheating on the husband with younger dudes and one day the husband had enough and decided to beat her repeatedly and sent her to the hospital. What a story mark. 
Not a lawyer but I'm sure the divorce lawyers for my parents could write a lot. Both my parents are stubborn and often irrational. For example, my dad accused my mom of being a negligent parent for giving me chocolate chip cookies. My mom accused my dad of breaking into her house to replace my antidepressants with sugar pills. I had a weird childhood. I wonder why you were taking antidepressants. It sounds like such a wonderful childhood. I worked on a case where the other party's statement of property listed every individual food item in the house at the date of separation. Campbell's condensed tomato soup. $0.59 I was a family law attorney for years. It is nasty all the time. Which is why I finally switched to a different area. Nasty. One parental alienation cases just make you want to hurt someone. Those poor kids are brainwashed. It is beyond cruel. Had one where the little kid was so brainwashed she would scream at the top of her lungs if she even saw a picture of the other parent. Everyone knew she was brainwashed but the options are few when the kid is so fricked up. Are you really going to force the kid to live with a parent they hate? These cases frick you up. Two had several where dad didn't give a frick about ever seeing his kids, but grandmother wanted him to get some custody out of principal and was bankrolling to destroy her. Three so much child abuse. Silly. One had a 10 hour mediation over who a few dirty pans that originally came from Walmart. By the end I almost waived the fee to buy my client new pans to end the pain everyone else had to endure. Two had a divorce where they still lived together because neither wanted to move. I believe they still live together several years later. They hated each other so I don't understand, but their choice. Three most clients destroy their own case make the judge hate them by being terrible. I have had to tell them shut up more times than I can count. The husband in the case broke into the wife's, our client, home, poisoned some of her food, and left. She went to the hospital and ended up being perfectly okay thankfully. I interned for a small family law firm in Virginia last summer and had two really odd stories. One, this attractive lady came in seeking a divorce. Before divorcing, she and her husband moved into a house in the Virginia mountains with her parents, as they were relocating to from Florida to Virginia to start their relationship over and had not found a new place to live yet. She had found his personal classified ads on Craigslist, if I remember correctly. Well, crap keeps hitting the fan, and he kicks her out of her parents' house. You read that correctly. 2. Another crazy story was surrounding a mid-40s couple that got remarried. All of their children from their respective first marriages were grown up. Anyways, they decide to adopt three kids from some African county. At first they think the two girls and one boy are brother-sister, but end up being two sisters and a cousin. The kids had apparently seen some awful crap back in Africa. All their parents were dead or drug addicts, etc. Anyways. They all have terrible manners that they won't fix. Eating with their hands at the table. Bad hygiene. Obnoxious. Etc. However, the really sad part was the older girl, around 11-12 years old. She was sexually assaulted raped in Africa, and she had become sexually reactive. This means she was masturbating all the time, in public, and even once made her sister perform moral sex on her, which the mother found them doing in the bathtub. A really sad story told this one before but it bears repeating and is also pretty crazy, at least in my opinion. I'm a land use and real estate lawyer, 
but a friend's friend is or at least was a divorce family lawyer. My friend once told me a story wherein my friend's divorce lawyer friend was attacked by a client's former spouse while doing his grocery shopping at a local supermarket with his wife and kids. The former spouse attacker has blamed the divorce attorney for taking him to the cleaners and for the downward spiral that followed the divorce. Last I heard, the lawyer who was assaulted in the grocery store decided to change practice areas. I've said it before and I'll say it again, criminal lawyers often work with the worst people on their best behavior, family lawyers often work with the best people on their worst behavior. Divorce lawyers of Reddit, what is the most insane, evil, funny, dumb, way a spouse has tried to screw the other? Ian Albert work in the court system. One case that came in was a couple divorcing on mutual terms, the husband had one child with her and the wife had a child from the previous marriage. He agreed to pay child support for both children. I guess he really cared about this other enough to support her even though it isn't his obligation. Judge signs the order, they go to set up the child support account and it gets kicked back saying you can't have two accounts for one child. Turns out she's been collecting child support from the biological father the entire time and never told him. She basically tried to milk two fathers for one child, and the other attorney knew about it. Here in Canada, a kid can legally have up to four to individuals responsible for paying his or her child support. There was a court case a few years ago where a lady tried to change that law and have the number up to five. Not my case, but during my first year of law school lawyers from different practices came to give us a peek behind the curtain of different areas. The divorce lawyer told the story of rather well-to-do couple that spend months and months and men are tens of thousands of dollars fighting over absolutely everything all the way down to a single ceramic ashtray. He couldn't remember the significance, but somehow it had come through the husband's family. Even after everything else had been decided, they spend many more months and nearly $100,000 fighting over just this ashtray. Then, after a court hearing the wife finally won the ashtray. She promptly strode out to the white courthouse steps and smashed the ceramic ashtray, left the pieces all over for the husband to see on his way out, decided that day I would not be a divorce lawyer, TL, DR, spent $100k to win an ashtray only to smash it in spite. I think you made a good decision after reading all these answers once had a boss who had to leave his home. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For six hours while his ex-wife grabbed all the belongings she was legally entitled to. When he returned home every knob and handle was gone. Door knobs. Cabinet handles. Drawer handles. Anything that was screwed onto something and used to open it. She had taken. 
Every day for the next week he would occasionally yell out she took the freaking knobs. My friend's mom did this when she found out her husband was cheating. In addition, all the light bulbs and toilet paper, even the light bulb in the fridge. She knew he would come home from work in the evening and have to figure out what was going on. I am an interpreter who works frequently with police and lawyers. The most out there thing I ever interpreted in court went like this. Ms. So and so. We know each other for a long time. Correct? Yes. As a matter of fact. We have known each other for 5 years. Correct? Yes. And at the end of each and every meeting we had during the past 5 years. We always agreed on one thing. Correct? Yes. Please. Tell the judge what we agree on. It's not okay to break in my ex's apartment and lick all his cutlery. Yet, here we are, Ms. So and so, I died. This made me giggle, and is a welcome respite from all the dog killing and child molestation accusations. Thank you. I didn't handle the divorce, I handled parts of the aftermath. In the divorce, she went AWOL, was living in a truck somewhere, and just couldn't handle it mentally. He gave her 5 of his 9 companies. They were the ones that owed 7 figures in payroll taxes. He had made her the bookkeeper on paper. She spent decades trying to shake the IRS for the results. I'm a lawyer but have had a very limited amount of experience in divorce cases. The first case I ever worked the husband shaved waxed every single hair off his body in an attempt to avoid a court mandated drug test. We had a guy at work do this. Shaved his whole body, razor burn on the back of his neck. Cut up his elbows. He was a hairy dude. Then he failed the urine test. I asked him why he went to all that trouble and he said I don't know. I was high. Till, when you're all about to go through a divorce, don't clean out the accounts and hide the money. Grab your pets and put them in a safe place where nobody will ever find them until the divorce is all long over. A soon-to-be ex-husband left his wife's prized coiter die on the doorstep of their house. Apparently the value of these fish, six in total, was over $100,000. She was, according to her lawyer, so distraught that she couldn't be in court, only in LA. Article at a family law firm, thankfully moved on since. Worst I saw was a decades-long case. Husband had been in a motorcycle accident, suffered brain damage. Has severely limited capacity going forward. Got a huge settlement afterwards. Wife spent the next several years stealing the entirety of the guy's money and property variously by forging his signature or putting documents in front of him that he couldn't understand and telling him they were something benign so he'd sign it. She then forged a bunch of letters from a tax authority and convinced him he was about to go to jail and further convinced him to flee the country. He finally came back several years later to find out everything he owned was in her name and one of the documents he was told to sign were divorce papers. Dude got left with nothing. I moved on before I found out how the story ended. Hopefully it ends with her dying a slow painful death. Not my divorce, but my divorce lawyer told me about a case she was involved in where both clients were so petty that they had to all meet to argue over literally every single scrap of everything. The final object that neither would settle on was a ceramic rabbit statue, a really generic one from Home Depot or whatever. Zero sentimental value but since it was the final item, neither side wanted to lose the last thing and they dragged it out over three separate meetings for this one thing. I don't remember which ended up getting it, but once they settled it and signed everything, the winning party stuck it on their lawyer's desk as a gift and walked out. 
they must have felt so cool yet looked so stupid. Friend was going through divorce from insane husband. He had been texting her pics of the gun he bought and threatening her. Police were called. Nothing they could do because it was only a picture. He was staying with a secret girlfriend at this point. She allowed him to go get his stuff from the house. She was scared to go back in the house alone. I went with her. First red flag was he had changed the locks. So we waited for locksmith to open the house and change the locks again. Well, when the door opens, we noticed all of the furniture was gone. So we carefully went upstairs in search of her cats. The entire second floor was empty. No cats. No furniture. Even her clothes were gone. Come to find out he hired a moving company to pack and take everything. Even the food in the fridge. Finally found the cats. He had taken them to another vet in town and put them up for boarding under his sister's name thinking she would not be able to find them. He was finally forced to disclose what happened to her possessions. He had them taken to a storage unit far away from the home. I can't believe I'm saying this but relative to the amount of animal abuse in the rest of this thread I'm glad he didn't try to kill the cats. Divorce lawyer here. Spouse had been out of the house for weeks. She waited until he was on a business trip, came into the house, turned on all of the faucets, plugged the drains, turned off the furnace, and left. It was minus 10 degrees. He came back 5 days later. The house was ruined. The water frozen cracked the foundation. I'm guessing no insurance. Or insurance didn't cover a deliberate act of damage. Or something. I'm not a divorce lawyer but my parents got divorced about a year ago. My mum didn't want my dad to show up in court because he would contest and then they'd have to split the assets. She phoned me and told me to put laxatives in his food so he wouldn't be able to make it there. Had a client whose wife wanted him out of the house. I told him not to leave. Just move to a different bedroom for the time being because once he was out the chances of him ever getting back in was slim. He texted his wife and told her he was staying in the house. She called back and left a VM that she wanted him out and if he wasn't out soon, she would start taking out her unhappiness on the children, and would remind the children that mommy was being mean to them because daddy wouldn't leave. 101 on how to lose custody. I don't practice divorce law, but I did an internship with a family law judge in law school that involved me sitting in on a lot of stuff. One divorced couple came in because the ex-husband wanted to lower his spousal support payments, due to his lowered income, great financial responsibilities, and the fact that his ex-wife was declining to seek paid employment, all of which sounds reasonable on the face. It turned out that while his income had been lower due to cuts, his new wife, who technically worked as his assistant, and had done so prior to the divorce, was now making quadruple her salary, more than he ever had. He claimed that his ex-wife hadn't paid renters living with her and could have money to survive if she charged them rent. It turned out they were the couple's shared 18 year old twins who were living at home having just graduating high school and were going to keep living at home while starting college in the fall. It also later turned out that he allowed his stepdaughter and her two children to live with him and his wife rent free and paid for her college. His ex-wife produced evidence that he told his own kids to figure out paying for college themselves. He claimed that his ex-wife worked as a nanny for free by choice and should be getting paid for work elsewhere. The kids she watched for free were their three joint grandchildren from their eldest child, two of which were severely disabled. He claimed that when he married his new wife he gained over 15 new dependents, which was technically true. 
But those dependents were all in Mexico and included his new wife's grown siblings and their families, none of whom he had ever met. This dude was shocked when spousal support wasn't decreased. He's trying to bleed his ex-wife dry, not realizing he's being bled dry by the new one lol. My dad is a divorce attorney. His clients couldn't decide who would get the Labrador puppies from a new litter they just breed. The pups are worth $1000 a pop. Well they also hadn't been up to date on their payments. So dad brought a litter of 8 floppy puppies home as collateral for us to have until they could negotiate the settlement. So much fun for us kids. TL. DR. My client's spouse accused him of giving his deceased wife cancer. I represented a guy who was on his second marriage. His first wife passed away from cancer. He and his kids were obviously devastated. My client was a pretty sensitive guy with a big heart. His second wife could be very charming, which was why he fell for her, but it was all a facade. Anyway, to make a long story about a lengthy divorce short, my client met a very kind and affectionate woman during his case. They really hit it off and were basically engaged, even though his divorce was far from over. The fiancé started having health problems and was diagnosed with a form of terminal cancer. Somehow the second wife found out about this and tried to use the cancer diagnosis against my client in court. She developed this crazy theory that my client had killed his first wife by giving her cancer and that he was doing the same thing to his fiancée. The second wife's attorney, who was quite good, refused to be a party to it. The attorney never addressed the argument in court and didn't even ask the second wife any questions about it during testimony. Rather, the attorney informed the judge that the second wife wished to address the court directly about an issue. The judge allowed her to do so, in a highly irregular move. The second wife told her crazy conspiracy theory to the judge, adding that she was certain my client had tried to give her cancer at some point as well. I wish I had an artist's rendering of the scene, capturing the second wife's crazy eyes, her attorney's look of shame embarrassment, the judge's look of confusion on we, and my look of awe inspired disgust. Uh, poor guy though, having two loved ones get terminal cancer. I was an assistant for a family law practice, not a lawyer. So it was already a disaster of a divorce because the ex-husband was a dong. But it got so much worse when the wife started dating someone new with a severe cat allergy like a year after they split up. Her psycho ex bought a cat on his time with the kids, except he's not allowed pets at his apartment. He sends the kids back to their mom's house with a cat and all its stuff. Mom is pee because she didn't want a cat at all plus her boyfriend is crazy allergic. She calls us asking what to do because her kids are bawling saying that she can't get rid of their new sibling and she has the cat in the garage. Ex told kids if mommy loves you, she'll let you keep the cat since daddy is not allowed cats at his house. Paralegal for divorce lawyer. This one is morbid. We represented a guy who believed vehemently that his wife was assaulting the children. The authorities were involved. Child services was involved. It was never clear what the truth was or if anything at all was going on. But our client was sure. He shot his wife dead at a custody exchange in front of the children. He then sat down and waited for the authorities. We visited him in jail with his criminal defense attorney. As we were leaving, he told me, well... I guess the divorce is over now, and he laughed. This was the first time I had ever been speechless. I can't really reveal details or context here, but I can safely say that defending this action as heroic or understandable is an incorrect takeaway. There are no heroes here. The trauma this man put the children through is incredibly selfish. 
regardless of his intentions. There are so many other options that could have been explored, many of which were being explored when this happened. He abruptly put an end to all of them, making the truth forever impossible to discern. Where are they now? The children are in the custody of a family member. They are safe and well, although will no doubt need extensive therapy as they get older. Guy is in jail. I'm unsure of his final sentence. However, I doubt he will ever leave. What did the kid say? Forensic interviews are super confidential, and this case didn't have the chance to go to a hearing. However, after multiple interviews with both children and the parents, neither the police, child services, guardian ad litem, or child advocate recommended that the mother lose custody or visitation nor did they require it to be supervised. All of these matters were ongoing when the mother died. Frick I should have stopped reading this thread once I got to the parents who were saving alimony money for the other in case of emergency. She accused her ex-husband of physically shaming their children while under the watchful eye of the nationally endorsed social workers who oversaw his contact with them, which was only required because he didn't have his own private accommodation at the time. She also said that his Indian flatmates were inherently dirty. After the obviously false child physically shmaring suggestion I warned her of the consequences of being caught lying about that. That is. Permanent loss of custody. She fired me but kept calling back using fake names to try and obtain free advice which contradicted my advice. But everyone she called immediately spotted her. This was a long time ago and now I specialize in insurance litigation. Which is far less ugly. Do you know what happened afterwards? Did she lose custody? Paralegal for a divorce lawyer here. Our client told us he didn't clear out the marital account after the parties filed. Which technically is true. Because while he removed $45,000 he left about $3.50 in there. Disappointed that I didn't see any reference to the Loch Ness Monster yet. I worked at a computer repair store as a sales technician. Had a guy come in with a desktop that he wanted Windows reinstalled. I asked him if he wanted me to back up all of his data first and he told me that he had everything he wanted and just did a wipe. I put it in the queue and he paid and left. I started it about an hour later since an XP install was only about 45 minutes off the network. I didn't bother doing anything else except deleting the original partition and making a new one and installing Windows. About an hour after that his wife came running and asking if we had a computer with Smith as the last name. I told her I did and she showed me her it and said that her husband brought it in to try and destroy all the proof of him cheating and stealing money from their business. When she asked if I had wiped everything yet I told her I just did a windows install and didn't actually really wipe anything. I called her husband and told him the situation. I told him his wife was here to get the computer. He asked me if I reinstalled windows like we spoke about and I told him I had. He told me I don't give a crap. Give her the computer. There isn't anything left on it anyway. I said alright and hung up. I told her that he said I could give it to her and then explained to her how reinstalling windows doesn't magically delete everything and explained to her how I could recover all of her files in a couple of hours. I ended up staying late that night and she bought me pizza and Mountain Dew. I ended up recovering every file he tried to have me destroy and made multiple copies for her. She ended up calling him from the store and reading off some of the messages he had tried to delete from his emails. I was worried that he might try to come back in and confront me, but nothing else ever came of it. Very cute of her to bring you pizza and Mountain Dew. Husband and wife divorce after husband finds out wife is sending obscene texts to other guys. He goes into a deep depression. 
they didn't have much. Lots of debt and two dogs. One was a dog he had had since before the marriage. He got her. The other dog was only about 3 years old and was bought to keep the older. 7 year old. Dog company while they worked. Wife demanded that since he got his dog that she got the other. He is depressed and just wants to move on so he agrees. She gets the dog and has it put down the next day. She didn't want the dog. She just wanted to hurt him. This one hits close to home because it happened between my parents. We had a family friend who was a lawyer and my parents agreed that he would be the lawyer for both of them as a mediator. So, as the assets were being divided my dad got absolutely slammed. She was going to get the house, cars, half his retirement, and an insane amount of alimony. To the tune of like $2,500 a month for the rest of her life. My dad has a good job as a municipal employee, but that was probably 70%-ish of his paycheck. Turns out that my mom and the family friend actually conspired to rip my dad off and make it seem like that's what a divorce settlement looks like. And she was going kick back more money under the table after the dust had settled. Dad just didn't know how these things worked. So, after some convincing he finally went out and got his own lawyer. He got a very fair divorce settlement after that. Mum still to this day can't understand why we don't talk to her much. That other attorney could be disbarred for that. Personal experience, unbeknownst to me, my ex was having an affair. I worked a lot of hours, so I didn't pick up on it. We had always dreamed of buying a house on a huge local lake to retire in. We literally started shopping for houses and even to raid a dozen or so. We found two well within our budget, but would need to sell our house first. My wife convinced me to take out a couple loans in my name and get a couple credit cards, again in my name. Most of the bills were in hers. And the mortgage was in hers. So I did. I spent about $25k in CC and loans to fully update our house and get it ready for market. As soon as the work was done. She told me she was leaving me and wanted to sell the house. But dang. Did she get the house or is it still ongoing? Most malicious thing I know of personally involved a co-worker of mine. He was sleeping with a married woman. And ultimately the husband found out she was having an affair. Really ugly divorce ensues. During which they fought over a lot of assets. But the real point of contention was their dog. Lovely GSD named Orion. Eventually. Husband gets custody of the dog. And in under a month. Has the dog put down. Just to hurt her back for the affair. When I posted this. I thought this situation was a rarity. And have shock and or value from the cruelty at work. After reading the responses in this thread. Not only am I saddened by how many pets get caught in the crossfire, but I am genuinely shocked by the length some people will go for petty vengeance. There must be rules on vets putting down healthy pets. My uncle's ex tried to work it in that she would get half of whatever my grandmother would leave him when she passes. Jokes on her. My grandmother is passing over her kids, not maliciously. My uncle is very well off and so is my mom and leaving everything to my brother and me. Oh. Also tried to get sole custody of both of their children, who are in their 20s. I'm going to school to be a vet assistant. My teacher is a veterinarian. She told us on Monday she's had clients bring their animals in to be euthanized so their spouse couldn't have them. SMDH. Not a divorce lawyer but worked for one back in the 90s a woman and her kids went on vacation and came back home to find that the soon to be ex-husband had broken into their house with his attorney, thrown a party, and microwaved the kids kitten. 
Husband's attorney got disbarred I believe but that was about it. And microwave the kid's kitten. What the actual frick is wrong with people? I'm not a lawyer, but I work as a legal assistant for a family lawyer. The ex-husband was getting remarried. 1. His ex-wife sent him and his new fiancé a dozen black roses before their wedding. 2. His ex-wife then had a plane fly across during their wedding, dragging a sign that read, Name of ex-husband, likes it up the butt. You can't make this stuff up. The sad part is, she was not well and had been in and out of psych wards over the years. I hope she's getting the help she needs now. I'm not a divorce lawyer, but my prior employer once was served with an obviously forged garnishment order from an employee's ex-wife, directing garnishment of his wages in an amount that far exceeded his actual wages. We reported it to the police department. Employer here who has had to garnish wages from time to time. I don't know how it is there, but here, when there's any sort of garnishment, we pay the money to a state county, and they send the money to the person or company, the ex wouldn't have gotten it anyway. I had one client who was controlling their spouse by keeping them addicted to him. I fired them. My boss had a client who, well after we fired them set themselves and their child on fire rather than give up custody. Here's my funny story. On the stand, my client and the other lawyer's client each spent about an hour saying I'm not lying they're lying then calling the other a bee, butthole, goof, you name it, often, using that phrase exactly. At one point one of them was cautioned by the judge for swearing and said frick, sorry, the judge decided they were both not credible. Lawyers of Reddit, what is the pettiest reason you've ever seen for divorce? A client and his wife came in regarding a real estate transaction. At the end of the consultation, the client casually stated that he would like to divorce his wife. I was stunned. The wife started crying. The client started rubbing his wife's shoulder and told her that everything would be okay. That was an awkward few minutes. The weirdest I've ever seen is a co-worker of mine. His wife saw a picture of him at a pool when he was in high school and really athletic, toned, muscular, tan and so on. Over the 10 year after high school he stopped lifting and lost his muscle tone and just became skinny. She told him she wanted him to get back to working out because she really liked the way he once looked and he said it was something he missed doing and agreed to get a gym membership. He was going to the gym 4 days a week but was only really working out for 2 of them. On the days he didn't work out he would sit in the sauna to get sweaty, watch Netflix and then go home. When she asked about him going to the gym and accidentally let it slip that he was fudging workouts twice a week, she apparently found that to be a deal breaker and filed for divorce. Weird feeling to have your wife attracted more to her past version of yourself she never met than you. It would give me some serious depression. My father-in-law and mother-in-law's breaking point was when he threw a breadcrumb at her from across the kitchen. The divorce took 4 years to settle. The breadcrumb heard around the house. I had a client who with his wife were into a computer game like The Sims only more X-rated. I think it was called Second Life, where you have an avatar and can interact with other people's avatars. He suspected his wife of, through her avatar, hijinks and made his own avatar to stalk her in the game. Sure enough her avatar was doing the dirty with some dude's avatar. That was it for my client. Wife wanted divorce like 2 months into marriage because the husband would squeeze the toothpaste from the top and not bottom. She claims to have told him a million times over to stop. Would have been easier to get 2 toothpastes I thought. Definitely the fridge story. 
A woman filed for divorce because her husband would eat everything he can find in their fridge whenever the wife was out for work. So she came back to an basically empty fridge each night. He also cheated on her but she was less angry about that. The fridge was what pushed her to the point she wanted a divorce. Honestly, I understand. My younger sister stole my M&MS once and I was pee. Can't imagine if it was someone I was married to eating everything in the fridge. I'm far too hangry to take such a thing rationally. I'm a lawyer but not that kind. However, my brother's fourth wife divorced him because she found out the ring he'd used was originally his third wife's. They deserved each other. I think once you get up to a fourth wife maybe you should rethink your life choices in general. Nobody ever believes me about this one, but it's true. A man wanted a divorce from his wife because, and he gave this example as the last straw, his wife ate those nasty pumpkin Halloween candies, like candy corn but pumpkin shaped. He had been looking forward to them all day and when he got home, she had eaten them all. He snapped, swear on my life this story is true. Should have been in their marriage vows to have him to hold, from this day forward, as long as you don't eat all the pumpkin candies. I once had clients who got a divorce because she wanted to buy a condo in Naples, FL. The petty part of the story is that combined their lawyer fees would have bought a very nice condo on the water in Naples. Ethel Merman divorced Ernest Borgnine after about a month because he often would Dutch oven her. She wrote a biography. The chapter about her marriage to him is a single blank page. Lawyer but not a family law lawyer by trade. Not sure if pettiness was attached but one contributing reason to her divorce I saw was that mom wanted her son to play soccer and dad didn't. Probably had fundamental differences in how they believe their children should be raised and this was just a symptom of it. Not me, but a family member, who is an attorney, had someone call her day 4 of the lockdown saying I have been stuck with my wife for 4 days, and I need a divorce. I'm sorry but compared to the others I've read here this is one of the most hilarious in my eyes. Not a lawyer but apparently my brother divorced his wife when McDonald's forgot to put BBQ sauce in with her chicken nuggets at the drive through and she asked him to go back and get some. He didn't and then I guess she started smashing up food and throwing it at him out the window. So yeah, McDonald's how could you ruin a marriage? Dandruff. Wife didn't like that the husband's dandruff would flow into her face when riding a bike. They make bicycles built for one now. I know. But my dad divorced my mom because she didn't throw enough parties. Now he lives alone. He neither throws nor goes to parties. Not a lawyer. My mom's co-worker divorced over dishes in the dishwasher. The wife would get so frustrated over the husband. Co-worker. Not rinsing dishes before he loads them in the dishwasher. To compromise. They bought a super nice. Top of the line dishwasher. Solves the problem. Right? She yelled about the dishes that night. He filed for divorce the next day. I rinse dishes. But the manual for my sweet meal dishwasher says don't. The food particles are detected as part of the rinse cycles as far as I know. My first internship in law school was at a family law firm. Did work on one case where a couple divorced after 48 years of marriage. The guy said he finally got sick of her cooking. Not a lawyer. Paralegal. Someone came in for a divorce because their soon-to-be ex changed the password on their phone. The plaintiff had always had the code to get in, but now they didn't. Divorce time. Not a lawyer but this happened to my wife's cousin. 
Her husband came home one day asking her to give a higher financial contribution on the groceries, because she, as a lady, was using more toilet paper than him. She took it as a joke and had a good laugh. He got mad, and asked for divorce. Worth mentioning that his salary was three times higher than her one. Almost every freaking guy I've lived closely with seems to wrap the paper 20 times around the hand then wipe once and do IT again. The waste paper basket is there, yes. I did not ask you to fill it. I remember one episode of a TV show here in my country. Similar to Jerry Springer, the woman didn't know her husband used dentures until marrying and living together. She said she couldn't handle anymore. She was disgusted. They both cried. She said a lot of I'm sorry but she couldn't go on. They were married for a few months. Don't know if it was true though. It's like the legend of the Chinese couple. He found out after they got married that she had gotten work done before meeting him. He sued her for misrepresenting herself. My aunt used to work as a divorce lawyer. The worst one was a couple fighting over a hamster of which took so long the thing died before they were settled. She said it was a bargaining chip to win favor from their children. At that rate just buy another hamster. My ex was like this. Basically gave him everything just so I could leave him. He took most of the money and assets but I got away from him. Yay. Then he blew all his money and abandoned the kids. Seriously struggled to cope with 100% care and cost but wouldn't change it bc I have my kids and they have me. Still, was very hard to come to terms with the injustice. Sigh. My dad was a lawyer, not me. He once told me that a divorce came in because the wife would just scream at the top of her lungs randomly. Maybe she'll stop screaming after we're married. No, no, that wasn't it. Luckily it was not a marriage yet, but a friend broke off a 5 year relationship and an engagement in an argument over Panda Express. Their relationship had been strained and he had just moved to a new city for work. During his lunch break she calls him and asked where he was eating. He says Panda Express and she's like, EWW Panda Express, you eat that every day. Oh no I don't, I might have it once a week. No, you eat there like every day. Then he hangs up on her and they never spoke again. WTFLOL honestly. I know a couple that divorced annulled after less than 6 months married because a guy started farting around her. Not like at her but just not holding it in around her anymore. The first time my husband farted in front of me was a few months into dating. It was the worst smell, to this day, that I've ever experienced. He was so ashamed that I had to forgive him but I was so mad at the time. Turns out he does a lot of terrible farts because he has ibs. If they're really bad he sleeps on the couch. IDK. I just really love him even when he farts. A woman came in wanting to divorce her husband. He had just gotten a new job and a pretty big raise. It turned out that this new job of his also required that he work from home but he was working in an office before. She was having an affair with their next door neighbor and him being home more meant that she couldn't cheat on her husband easily. That was definitely a twist. I was expecting something like him being the one having the affair but nope. I left my husband because he nab babe. I got it at me constantly but would never do it. Last straw was him letting our power go out in July when we had a heat wave and our, my, sick dog was stuck in the heat. I decided to divorce my first husband when he complained about me buying lunch at McDonald's. He had called me at my office, asked what my lunch plans were, and I said I was meeting my friend Callie at McDonald's. 
he started complaining about spending money for restaurant food and that I should have packed a lunch from home. We had just that past weekend bought him a new pair of ski boots that cost over $100. It was the final straw. I was unhappy about a few things that I could have overlooked. But to be lectured about spending $6 on a burger and fries was just too much. I let him be for a few minutes, gently hung up the phone, walked into my manager's office to quit, went home and started packing. Friend's wife is a marriage counselor. She had this couple coming in trying to work things out before a divorce. The husband went non-stop on why he wanted the divorce. She said two incidents really stuck with her. The first was the husband was doing some yard work and asked the wife to carry some twigs he trimmed from some bushes. He grabs a huge stack and lugs them over the pile he was going to mulch. Wife just grabs a couple of sticks. He asked if she could carry more than that and she picked up a couple of more sticks. She said the husband emphasized the word couple. The second was the wife told her husband that they had finally gotten to a point in finances where they could buy a new vehicle. The husband said he was excited and sat down with his wife to price vehicles. The husband said everyone he showed her was out of their budget. He became extremely frustrated and asked what the budget was. She replied $2000. That was the tipping point for the divorce. Not a lawyer but worked in education had a father that informed me Kevin's mom was no longer in the picture since she couldn't learn how to squeeze the top paste properly. He wasn't joking confirmed by the son the father is serious about things like that. Yikes. I know a guy whose fiancé nearly called off their wedding because he forgot to disinvite his attractive single female friend. They eventually got divorced over it. Said friend was a part of a larger co-ed friend group. Apparently, the guy in the story was designated driver one evening out when his fiancé was out of town and dropped everyone off at home one by one. He apparently dropped this particular friend off last. Logistically it made sense on the route he took. She lived closest to his house, but that meant that they were alone together in the car for 8 minutes. They have zero romantic history together, nothing happened, and they barely interact, save for when they are gathered as a group. His fiancé became highly suspicious of him, and she was convinced something happened between him and the friend, despite him calling as they left the bar and 30 minutes later when he arrived home alone. They have a doorbell camera, which she was watching. She asked a bunch of questions about what they talked about at the bar, when they were in the car, and what was said when the two of them were alone. She then casually said she doesn't want her to come to their wedding. He agreed to disinvite her, but he forgot to, and just thought the whole thing would blow over. Well, wedding day arrives, and she shows up in an Uber XL with 4 or 5 members of the friend group. The fiancé can see guests arriving from the bridal suite and throws a full-on tantrum when the friend arrives. The wedding planner locked the bride, groom, best man and maid of honor in their hotel room and told them to work it out. They did not work it out. The bride wanted the groom to tell her to leave, and he tried to point out that would cause way more of a disturbance than if they just let it be and pretend she didn't exist for the day. Wrong answer. The best man eventually got a hold of the groom's phone and called the friend and explained the situation. She left the wedding and hasn't spoken to the groom since. The wedding took place 45 minutes late while the makeup person was called back to fix the bride's makeup. They eventually split after the groom realized that the accusations would never end. Everyone was suspect, his co-workers, his friends wives, her friends, he couldn't talk to any other woman no matter how harmless the conversation without her getting suspicious, and yes, we all thought she was cheating on him.
We made the mistake one time of bringing this up and he became belligerent and attempted to fight everyone. So we left it alone and we'll never know. Yeah she definitely was. She was freaking other guys and for some reason he had a problem with that. Seriously. She was genuinely mystified that it bothered him. Gaslighting man. She knew the entire time it was wrong. And that her husband should would have a major problem with it. But attempting to make it seem like not a big deal. She was hoping he'd second guess his feelings and stay. Not a lawyer. But I'd have to say my divorce was kinda petty. She decided a year and a half after she kicked me out she should divorce me because I didn't come crawling back to her. Funny as she realized too late that when she kicked me out, she didn't have any income. From my experience, if something petty is the stated reason, there's usually a lot more to the story. One of the pettiest reasons was when my female client believed that her husband loved his mother more than he'd ever love her. Now, I'm going to answer a different question. What was the craziest reason for a divorce? Glad you asked. My client, female, was convinced her husband was having an affair. He worked some construction job but always came home smelling great. She finds texts from his work friend Bob where they are planning some late night pipe repairs. Well, this is the south. There is no such thing as gay here, so she believed that him and Bob were just working late. My client feels awful. He thought her husband was cheating, and clearly he wasn't. He cared so much about her that he worked with Bob all through the night. He even cared so much about her sense of smell that he'd even shower so she wouldn't have to smell all the sex. I mean pipe cleaning stuff. She feels so bad, she takes him to dinner. He asks her if she wants a drink, and she sees him walk off to the bar to get their drinks. Most thoughtful husband ever. Well, a minute turns to 5, to 10. Finally she decides she has to find him. She looks everywhere, then realizes that she didn't check the men's room. She's afraid her precious husband is sick. She jiggles the door open her husband was on his knees, but he wasn't sick. She caught him giving a stranger a BJ, at the bar, on their date to make up for the whole sorry I thought you were having an affair thing. The reason I know this in such detail she wrote a 7 page, front and back, letter detailing every sexual thing her husband ever did, thought about, or even looked like he thought about. Jesus that is wild lol. Any other married people sitting here wondering if some stupid little thing they did or said it gonna be on reddit next year? LOL. Babe, if you're reading this, I'm sorry I forgot the egg noodles. I know I sometimes forget things at the grocery store even when I bring a list. The look my wife gave me the last time I farted. I'm not a lawyer but I've heard of a breakup between a couple because the GF said that their zodiac signs were not compatible and therefore they couldn't be together. When I started dating my ex, my mom totally freaked out, because apparently our Chinese zodiacs didn't match yet, she believes in all that superstitious crap. Since that moment, she was subtly trying to break us up. Grocery costs, literally thought it was a joke or code for something. Turned out she came from a tight budget family and thought he was so wasteful with his paycheck when he bought ribs once a month. Not a lawyer. But one of my philosopher professors, now ex-professor, and his wife got a divorce because he tried to exorcise her. The Christian school didn't take it well and he is no longer a professor there. Well, actually, the couple was getting a divorce due to the wife having a year-long affair with a professor of the rival school across the street. The attempted exorcism didn't help matters, though, edit, since several people seem interested, the exorcism didn't work. 
According to said professor, the couple got a divorce, the professor got some custody of the kids, got screwed in the money matters, and now his ex-wife and kids are moving to Ohio. I guess the thing with the rival school's professor didn't work out for the ex-wife, while his oldest daughter is preparing to go to the school he used to teach at this fall. Poor girl has to pay her way now, when she planned for most of her life on going for free. The whole story was pretty big for a while at school. The professor went to jail illegally for like a month without any accusation against him because he answered a phone call from one of his super young daughters. His wife had filed a protection order for herself, not the children, and the campus police took him away, even though he didn't answer the call on campus. It was a whole scandal and the school was involved way more than it legally should have been. Super weird stuff. According to this professor, the president of the school was demon possessed and that accounted for the whole thing. It gave a portion of the student body something to covertly argue over for a couple weeks. Not a divorce, but a couple I know broke up after the woman had a dream that the guy was cheating on her. Apparently her reasoning was, if it wasn't true, I wouldn't dream about it. She took it so seriously she left him. I've known the guy for a very long time. He maintains he's never been unfaithful to anybody and I believe him. A teacher I had in HS got divorced because his wife didn't like how much sex he had before they had been married. To put in context how petty of a reason that was, they had been married for 12 years and had 3 kids together. She had also met him a few years into his teaching career which didn't start till he was 32. But to say both sides of the argument, he did have a staggering large amount of sex. He was an Olympian and had been going to the Olympics to compete since he was 18. He was the best teacher to ever have as a homeroom teacher as the stories he could tell were just surreal. Not divorced, but annulled on their wedding day. I've told the story a few times on Reddit. So long story short time, she told him several hundred times that if he smashed the cake in her face at the reception, it was over. He did it. She walked out and had it annulled the next day. This was over 30 years ago. BTW. My ex thinks I divorced him because my friends told me to. What actually happened was I was bitching about him to a friend and she said you know, he really is a passive aggressive piece of garbage. He does this all the time. And then I started thinking about how he really did pull that crap all the time and how I wasn't actually depressed. I just hated living with him. She opened my eyes. But I divorced him because he treated me like crap. Not because my friend told me to. Good friends are amazing. Not a lawyer and this doesn't exactly fit, but my dad told me he divorced my mom because she didn't do the dishes and keep the house clean. I was 15 and a messy kid. He wanted me to do all chores before he got home. When I was 18, my mom informed me that he was supposed to watch me and my brother while my mom was in the hospital. He decided to go to a bar instead, left me unattended with a child molester to be babysat, then got hella drunk and cheated on my mom. She caught him cheating and divorced him, then demanded full custody with supervised contact after finding out he'd been left with and molested by said pedophile. He was my mom's dad and she was under extreme pressure by her family to let him see me and my brother, but she had been careful to make sure another adult was always there, be it her, a sibling, or her mother. My dad knew what he had done to my mom when she was a kid and still left me with him. Definitely not a petty reason. Hope you have a good relationship with your mom still. 
My client's wife asked for a divorce after he refused to pay $52,000 per semester for their daughter to go to the private high school the wife had gone to as a child. Not a lawyer but met a mechanic at a bar in Botswana who was apparently a superb fixer of broken vehicles. He seemed quite normal although a bit twitchy after the 10th brandy and coke. He then told me that he had loved his wife but couldn't handle the way she used to crossthread the lid of her contact lens holder. I nearly killed her but was persuaded to leave her. I'm currently reading A Walk in the Woods by Bill Bryson, where he walks the Appalachian Trail. He heard a good one from the hiker concierge that gave him a ride to the start point. He dropped a guy off with the most expensive gear he'd seen, who made it just 3 days to the first payphone before calling for a ride and flew home. It wasn't what I expected. A week later, he shows back up for a ride to the start. His wife wouldn't let him quit after so much financial commitment. Again, he calls for a ride from the payphone, but this time does not fly home. So I got married at 18. Same story as most, crappy home life. Needed desperately to get out of the house so I married the first guy that came around. And stayed with him until I was 22. I was working one day and he didn't answer any of my texts or calls. Eventually I got an answer and I before I could even say hey. His response was what do you want? I'm playing Call of Duty. I left him a week later. Most of time, the petty reasons are just the straw that breaks the back. Divorce lawyers of Reddit. What is the most insane, evil, funny, dumb, way a spouse has tried to screw the other? I worked at a computer repair store as a sales technician. Had a guy come in with a desktop that he wanted Windows reinstalled. I asked him if he wanted me to back up all of his data first and he told me that he had everything he wanted and just did a wipe. I put it in the queue and he paid and left. I started it about an hour later since an XP install was only about 45 minutes off the network. I didn't bother doing anything else except deleting the original partition and making a new one and installing Windows. About an hour after that his wife came running and asking if we had a computer with Smith as the last name. I told her I did and she showed me her it and said that her husband brought it in to try and destroy all the proof of him cheating and stealing money from their business. When she asked if I had wiped everything yet I told her I just did a Windows install and didn't actually really wipe anything. I called her husband and told him the situation. I told him his wife was here to get the computer. He asked me if I reinstalled Windows like we spoke about and I told him I had. He told me I don't give a crap. Give her the computer. There isn't anything left on it anyway. I said alright and hung up. I told her that he said I could give it to her and then explained to her how reinstalling Windows doesn't magically delete everything and explained to her how I could recover all of her files in a couple of hours. I ended up staying late that night and she bought me pizza and Mountain Dew. I ended up recovering every file he tried to have me destroy and made multiple copies for her. She ended up calling him from the store and reading off some of the messages he had tried to delete from his emails. I was worried that he might try to come back in and confront me, but nothing else ever came of it. Very cute of her to bring you pizza and Mountain Dew. Husband and wife divorce after husband finds out wife is sending obscene texts to other guys. He goes into a deep depression. They didn't have much. Lots of debt and two dogs. One was a dog he had had since before the marriage. He got her. The other dog was only about 3 years old and was bought to keep the older. 7 year old. Dog company while they worked. Wife demanded that since he got his dog that she got the other. He is depressed and just wants to move on so he agrees. 
She gets the dog and has it put down the next day. She didn't want the dog. She just wanted to hurt him. This one hits close to home because it happened between my parents. We had a family friend who was a lawyer and my parents agreed that he would be the lawyer for both of them as a mediator. So, as the assets were being divided my dad got absolutely slammed. She was going to get the house, cars, half his retirement, and an insane amount of alimony. To the tune of like $2,500 a month for the rest of her life. My dad has a good job as a municipal employee, but that was probably 70%-ish of his paycheck. Turns out that my mom and the family friend actually conspired to rip my dad off and make it seem like that's what a divorce settlement looks like. And she was going kick back more money under the table after the dust had settled. Dad just didn't know how these things worked. So, after some convincing he finally went out and got his own lawyer. He got a very fair divorce settlement after that. Mom still to this day can't understand why we don't talk to her much. That other attorney could be disbarred for that. Personal experience, unbeknownst to me, my ex was having an affair. I worked a lot of hours, so I didn't pick up on it. We had always dreamed of buying a house on a huge local lake to retire in. We literally started shopping for houses and even to radio a dozen or so. We found two well within our budget, but would need to sell our house first. My wife convinced me to take out a couple loans in my name and get a couple credit cards, again in my name. Most of the bills were in hers, and the mortgage was in hers, so I did. I spent about $25k in CCN loans to fully update our house and get it ready for market. As soon as the work was done, she told me she was leaving me and wanted to sell the house. Dang. Did she get the house or is it still ongoing? Most malicious thing I know of personally involved a co-worker of mine. He was sleeping with a married woman. And ultimately the husband found out she was having an affair. Really ugly divorce ensues. During which they fought over a lot of assets. But the real point of contention was their dog. Lovely GSD named Orion. Eventually, husband gets custody of the dog. And in under a month, has the dog put down. Just to hurt her back for the affair. When I posted this, I thought this situation was a rarity. And have shock and or value from the cruelty at work. After reading the responses in this thread, not only am I saddened by how many pets get caught in the crossfire, but I am genuinely shocked by the length some people will go for petty vengeance. There must be rules on vets putting down healthy pets. My uncle's ex tried to work it in that she would get half of whatever my grandmother would leave him when she passes. Jokes on her. My grandmother is passing over her kids, not maliciously. My uncle is very well off and so is my mom and leaving everything to my brother and me. Oh. Also tried to get sole custody of both of their children, who are in their 20s. I'm not a lawyer, but I work as a legal assistant for a family lawyer. The ex-husband was getting remarried. 1. His ex-wife sent him and his new fiancé a dozen black roses before their wedding. 2. His ex-wife then had a plane fly across during their wedding, dragging a sign that read, name of ex-husband, likes it up the butt. You can't make this stuff up. Sad part is, she was not well and had been in and out of psych wards over the years. I hope she's getting the help she needs now. Not a divorce lawyer but worked for one back in the 90s a woman and her kids went on vacation and came back home to find that the soon to be ex-husband had broken into their house with his attorney, thrown a party, and microwaved the kids kitten. Husband's attorney got disbarred I believe but that was about it. 
and microwave the kid's kitten. What the actual frick is wrong with people? I'm going to school to be a vet assistant. My teacher is a veterinarian. She told us on Monday she's had clients bring their animals in to be euthanized so their spouse couldn't have them. SMDH. I'm not a divorce lawyer, but my prior employer once was served with an obviously forged garnishment order from an employee's ex-wife, directing garnishment of his wages in an amount that far exceeded his actual wages. We reported it to the police department. Employer here who has had to garnish wages from time to time. I don't know how it is there, but here, when there's any sort of garnishment, we pay the money to a state county, and they send the money to the person or company, the ex wouldn't have gotten it anyway. I was quite rightly reminded that posting about an active file, even anonymously and on generic terms, is bad practice, so I removed that. I had one client who was controlling their spouse by keeping them addicted to him. I fired them. My boss had a client who, well after we fired them set themselves and their child on fire rather than give up custody. Anyone asking if the above was a specific case, I am ethically prohibited from confirming or denying. But this is sadly not a very unique event. There are lots of reported and unreported instances. None of these are that funny. I apologize. So here's my funny story. On the stand, my client and the other lawyer's client each spent about an hour saying I'm not lying they're lying then calling the other a bee, butthole, goof, you name it, often, using that phrase exactly. At one point one of them was cautioned by the judge for swearing and said frick, sorry, the judge decided they were both not credible. Former divorce lawyer, not so much insane, but unfortunately common. Accusing former spouse of molesting the children and domestic violence to retain full custody and get a restraining order to force spouse away of the marital home. This sets the new status quo for custody, which judges are reluctant to disrupt considerably down the road. Takes months if not years for accused spouse to prove his innocence and CPS will often find evidence where none exists if accusing party is a good enough manipulator actor. Pretty horrendous long term outcome for all parties. Kids are brainwashed against a strange parent when young. Later they often grow to resent the accusing parent for poisoning their relationship with a strange parent. Kids often grow up with multitude of mental health issues. Probably one of the worst things a person can do to their children, all to win against their former spouse. People who do this and are found out should be jailed. I don't care how long after the fact it is. This is just so absolutely fricked up. I work for a divorce attorney now but the craziest thing came to my attention when I worked for the prosecuting attorney. This couple was breaking up and Mr. left the house. Mrs. went to work the next morning as usual. When she returned home in the evening she found Mr. had been to the house and removed his clothing and belongings as she expected. What she didn't expect was that he had also gorilla glued her belongings together. He glued the TV remote to the table, the phone to its cradle. The couch pillows to the couch and even glued the vacuum cleaner to the carpet. She called the police and reported this as property damage. The police went with her through the house documenting dozens of items glued to various things but for days she was discovering random things and she would call to amend or update her report. My GD oven mitts were glued to the wall. Or he glued the effing sheets together in the linen closet. I've seen people do and say really awful things to each other but that was diabolical. Whoa. That's creative smart of her to call the police yo documenting this upfront helps not my story but one i read here a couple of years ago 
I really hope I don't butcher it as it's been a while but here goes. There was a super wealthy guy that was a top exec at a fortune 500 company who was getting a divorce and it was rather nasty. This guy was pretty much set for life. He had a bunch of stock, houses, and assets in so many places. The ex-wife wanted everything she could possibly get. The husband came up with an idea that if she let him keep everything, he would give her half of his paycheck for the rest of his life. She quickly agreed because his checks were huge and this also included any bonuses which were in the millions. As soon as the paperwork was finalized, he quit his job and started to work part time at a sporting goods store. I can't remember which one. This story was told by another employee though not the actual guy that got divorced. Anyway he still had all of his assets so he would drive to work in a super expensive car and one day the employee asked how he could possibly afford that car. The guy said he was set for life and didn't even need to work at all but every Friday when he got his paycheck it made everything so worth it knowing his ex-wife would only be getting about $150 per check. I remember that one. I think when the ex-wife tried to sue for more money he just said the emotional toll of the divorce was too great and he just couldn't handle the stress of his old high paying job anymore. I'm in a different area of law, but my co-worker had a client in a messy divorce where the parties were required to split up some antique pots. When the husband delivered the wife's share of the pots to our office, he took a crap in each one of them. It was a whole big incident. I just saw this on a YouTube video. The husband gave the wife everything material, house, cars, etc. In the divorce except his magic the gathering collection. When he went to collect it he found his wife had broken the seal on his MTG Alpha starter deck. This was worth about 20k USD at the time and currently for sale on various sites for around 50k. For context. As soon as you break the seal the deck becomes worthless and unless you get some of the insanely priced cards like Black Lotus, you will lose a significant amount of money. So she literally got all the assets they accrued over the marriage and killed the only thing of value this guy got out of total spite. Comma Magic the Gathering Collection. I know of a guy who had these really rare playing card decks that he managed to win in a divorce settlement and his wife did the same thing. He ended up suing and she had to pay over a quarter of a million because that would have been the insurance payout if they were stolen. I read one where in the settlement there was shared custody of a parrot. Neither were allowed to teach the parrot to swear at the other one. I hope the parrot is going through some counseling. How about a wholesome, insane one, Ianel, but this was told to me by my mom regarding the divorce she got from my dad. They couldn't settle on an alimony amount. Mom and her lawyer came in with a number. Dad countered with a number. They couldn't agree. Because my dad thought my mom should get twice the amount in alimony she was asking for and my mom didn't want my dad to give her that much money for month. It took months for them to settle on a figure that appeased both of them. Even then, my mom puts aside the extra above what she wanted in case my dad ever has a financial emergency and my dad puts aside the extra she didn't want in case my mom ever has a financial emergency. The funny thing is, they don't know the other is putting the money aside for the other. My mom told me about her emergency stash and my dad told my brother about his emergency stash. Bro and I discussed it while talking about what nut jobs our parents are. Their divorce was perfect, it wasn't. There were still some hurt feelings and resentment from all parties involved. However, my parents, for all their flaws, both accepted their own responsibilities for the falling apart. I think it helps that they still loved each other deeply, they just weren't in love anymore. 
They have been friends since my mom was 2 and my dad was 3. Started dating when mom was 12 and dad was 13. They separated at the ages of 49 and 50. It makes sense that they grew apart. I've had a few people ask why they divorced in the first place. My dad had had a girlfriend for at least 15 years. Possibly longer. My mom knew. But they agreed to not divorce until my younger brother had graduated high school. My dad got remarried to his girlfriend. My mom has also since remarried. All four of them get along famously now. The separation and divorce happened about 10 years ago. I'm very lucky to have four parents who care about me. And who absolutely adore my own little dudes. Not a lawyer. But my partner has a mate who was going through a messy divorce. He registered as a gambling addict and went to some gambling anonymous. Or whatever it's called. And proceeded to go to the casino every day. Taking wads of cash with him. Pretending to gamble it all away, while he was secretly squirreling it all away. That way, when it came to the divorce and he was questioned where all his money went, he could prove that he lost it all through his gambling addiction and never had to pay her a penny. If your ex-spouse wants your pet, and they intend harm to it, and it's not chipped, give the dog away to a friend. They can chip the animal and there you go, they have verified ownership. Not a lawyer. I worked at Staples for 6 months in college. I only ever sold one chair mat because the cheapest one was crap and the nice one was $120-ish. One day a guy walks in who looks homeless. He looks distraught. I give him my normal doing alright today, sir and he tells me that he needs a chair mat so I walk him back to show him the options. I told him that no one had ever bought one because the $30 mat is flimsy and the nice mat is over $100. He looks deeply into my eyes and says my wife left me today. She cheated on me and she's going to take everything. Give me the most expensive mat you have. If she wants it, I'll cut it down the middle so she can have her half. Freaking B. I didn't really know what to say, but I came back with well, we do sell protection plans for $9.99. If anything happens to it he interrupted with frick it, add it on there. Every dollar spent is one she can't have. I hope he's alright. I probably caught him on the worst day of his life. Got props from the bosses for not only selling a chai mat but also for the protection plan. I'm half cringing at the boss's reaction and half wondering what would have happened if you'd shown the customer your entire store catalog. I see a lot of unsubstantiated accusations of child abuse and or molestation to deteriorate the relationship between dad and the kids. And we'll hire experts and therapists and there will be an investigation. We'll have depositions and a trial. And after a year has passed without dad being allowed to see his children and thousands and thousands of dollars have been spent. It will come out that nothing happened. This happens in my practice about once or twice a year. Very common. The moment a parent is caught doing that, they should be jailed and or banned from from guardianship. Sick freaks. Have a friend who went through a nasty divorce and his ex was vengeful as heck. Despite him having done nothing wrong like cheating, lying, etc. Basically, he got laid off from good job and the loss of status embarrassed her. Especially as he took to being stay at home dad and their kids adored him. Never mind she had MBA and six figure job herself. She would buy expensive crap on credit cards to show high expenses, then return it for cash or store credits so that the refund didn't go back on card, so that she could try to get more support, to just get a job. He took one at Home Depot, he'd been an engineer at a tech company, later on, 
He landed an IT consulting position that was part-time but paid about what he made at HD working full-time. She petitioned the court to try and force him to have a full-time job, basically wanting to force him to spend 30 more hours to learn same. The part of his custody granted him dinner one night week with the kids, i.e. 5-7pm. He asked for it to be school pickup to 7pm instead, and she refused that even though from 3-5 they were at home with a nanny who had to be paid for that time while mom was at work. Worked at an airport. Big burly guy brings an ugly boss dog in a crate to the counter. He is clearly misty eyed. Turns out wife got the dog in the divorce and he has to send it to her and she told him as soon as she gets it she is putting it down. He asks if he can have some time with the dog before the flight so they go out in the grass and they both roll around in the grass. Dog's tail just wagging away not knowing anything about his future. The guy puts him back in the crate drops him off the counter says thanks and then just walked out hair down and just looking crushed. That was 30 years ago and I still remember it like it was yesterday. I worked in family courts when first starting out. The most memorable case I saw was the woman took literally everything out of the house. She ripped out the carpets even. Not a divorce lawyer. It's about 15 years ago I handled two insurance claims for a man in his 40s or 50s who was getting divorced from his wife, who was in her mid-20s. First she filed a claim on his auto policy. He was wealthy, but had to have a high-risk auto policy due to men as speeding tickets. She was not on his policy, saying that he crashed into her car on purpose. The claim was denied because there is no coverage for intentional acts. A couple of weeks later she files a claim on his homeowner's policy, saying that he stole her engagement ring, which was specifically insured at a high amount, like $10k+. Again, she is not the policyholder, and the ring wasn't stolen. He just had possession of it, so there was no claim to be made. I wonder whatever happened with that guy. Sounds like it's not his first rodeo. I knew a guy that got out of the military at 19 years so his ex wouldn't get half his pension. He would rather get nothing than give half the pension to his ex if he stayed in one more year. A friend's ex-wife and he settled their divorce with her getting the house. A hefty chunk of retirement. All the gifted jewelry and his holly she had gifted him for his birthday. A few weeks later, a robbery occurred and the only thing that was stolen was the jewelry that he had gifted her, which was intended for their daughter. She tried to file an insurance claim on the jewelry but forgot to get appraisals and add as riders so the max insurance paid was $1,500 for over $20,000 of jewelry. Suspicion is she staged it but is now stuck with stolen jewelry she can't legally sell, nor wear, nor give to the daughter without tipping the dad off to the scam. Divorce lawyer, accusing their former spouse of forcing them into prostitution. Text messages revealed they were actually just swingers. She also admitted to lying in order to make him burn. I can't wait to leave my practice area. First, this is not the most evil thing I have seen so far in practice. It's just one of the things that sticks out in recent memory. Second, in my experience women don't have an unfair advantage or get away with things more than men. The reason this individual was not held in contempt was because judges have an incredible amount of discretion and they tend to exercise their discretion sparingly. Unless someone is making a fuss in the media or publicly lying in order to ruin someone's life, the court avoids exercising their discretion to punish individuals in a divorce context. 
The reason courts are hesitant to impose penalties or hold someone in contempt is because the majority of lying that happens, in my experience comes from victims who shield their abusers. Lots of men, women, and children say things and then recant their testimony in order to stay in abusive relationships or save themselves and their families from threats of violence or retaliation. Victims need to feel safe to tell the truth. Having penalties gives the court a stick, and having discretion gives the court a carrot. Ultimately, we all want the truth and holding someone in contempt or threatening to hold someone on contempt is one mechanism that helps us uncover the truth. Finally, women, men, judges, commissions and lawyers are all human beings. I've met humans who act like monsters and I've met angels dressed as humans. My sincerest hope is that we treat others the way we would want to be treated and remember that we all make mistakes. Yes, I charge for my services and my duty is to serve my clients to the best of my ability. Some clients just want it all to end while others want to fight over the keychain they bought at Walmart 5 years ago. If that keychain means a lot to my client, I explain how much that keychain will actually cost them in the end and let them decide if it's worth it. I have met attorneys who drag out litigation to run up fees. However, any attorney worth their salt is consulting with their clients and actively trying to bring about a speedy, fair resolution. That, I, seems like a super illegal accusation. Not a divorce lawyer, but my grandma sucker her divorce lawyer before she served her husband the papers, got pregnant, and then convinced her husband it was his. He paid child support for 18 years and never had a clue. Pretty crappy, the lawyer had a family of his own. They have no idea my mom and my family exist. 18 years, 18 years, and on her 18th birthday he found out it wasn't his. Divorced Redditors, what is the craziest thing you or your former spouse did after divorce? My ex stole a car and did 18 months in state prison. Based on what I was able to find online at the time, he approached a car dealership and showed interest in buying a vehicle. They allowed him to take it home for a 24 hour demo. He never returned it. They reported it stolen after they attempted multiple times to contact him to return it. They then contacted the state police who put a bolo out. They found him driving the vehicle on the other side of the state where he thought he wouldn't be found. I found out when I got an unexpected phone call from the sheriff's office. I asked why they were calling me about this. They said my ex I told them I would vouch for him as a character witness. I told the officer over the phone that my ex was a lying sack of crap and shouldn't be trusted. The officer laughed, thanked me for my time and hung up. That mother somehow cancelled my Costco membership that I was still letting him mooch off of for the gas discount. Frick that guy. Holy frick they are unhinged. This is the most egregious one. You don't frick with my Costco membership. Here's a more wholesome and true one. He had Sunday dinners with my mom for many years after our divorce. He never had a real mom. Long story. So I didn't mind sharing mine as long as I didn't have to be there. Laundry list but my favorite was his sister sent a Facebook message to all of his contacts the day of our separation. Including my family. Before we announced anything. Her message stated everyone should immediately delete me and if I said anything about why we separated I was lying and not to listen. Basically this created a lot of curious questions and a lot of laughs. Did you ever get her version? And how did it compare to reality? My ex-wife told me I could leave my stuff in our house while I found somewhere else to stay. I assumed this was a goodwill effort to keep things as amicable as possible between us. 
when I went to get my crap she had burned it all, so that was rough. If you were legally married, judges tend to take a pretty dim view of that kind of behavior. She would stalk my reddit account and angrily text me if she didn't like my posts talking about her cheating on me. I came home from seeing my grandmother on her deathbed and found she had cheated. She also texted me accusing me of sabotaging her attempts to get a job that requires a security clearance. Apparently it was my fault and not the fact she had already been denied a security clearance for mental instability. I hope you've changed your number by now. She removed the retaining clips for my windshield wipers, but put the wipers back on the arms. First storm after I got my car back from her, driver side wiper flew off the car on Interstate 40. Good times. Her nickname is now Rainex. Kidnapped the kids during their weekend visit and moved to a small town in the next state over. It took me two years to get them back. I did get them back. She eventually burned all her bridges in the town she moved to and went home to her parents house. Since her parents were not pleased with her choices and were on my side during the whole deal they called me to let me know where she was. I went and got them. This was over 20 years ago and they have both grown up just fine. I've since remarried and my second wife has been a wonderful mother to them. It took a lot of work to fix all the damage but it's mostly okay. The biggest scars that lasted was that my son has a distrust of women with authority. That he has worked really hard to get over. And my daughter was afraid to start her own family because she worries she would turn out just like her mom. She finally got over that and is expecting our first grandbaby this fall. She called my company. Talked her way up the chain to the president of the company. Still don't know how she managed that. But she's smart. And told him I was suicidal and had threatened to do something drastic at work. Later I learned that she thought this would be a roundabout way of getting my address which I didn't share with her after I moved out because she's batshit crazy. This was from even I was a kid and my parents were going through a divorce. My dad was a total sociopath. Manipulative. Physically and emotionally abusive, drug dealing, the whole nine yards. Even my mom was finally able to get out, he still had visitation rights. His family kept on bugging my sister and me, still under 10 years old, to try to convince my mom to talk to him. She finally did try to talk to him when she came to pick us up at the police station from where it was agreed to meet when he had his time with us. They immediately got into an argument. He started throwing one of his temper tantrum, grabbed my mom in front on a cop from the LAPD trying to beat her, then the cop grabbed him. He let go of my mom with a look of pure terror on his face. I think that was the day I realized he was sociopathic and didn't want anything else to do with him and his crazy butt bible thumping family. When I told my ex-husband I wanted a divorce, the next day after I went to work he packed our entire house into a U-Haul and put it in storage. Even with a court order he refused to give my stuff back. I left my marriage with the clothes on my back. Years later he decided he was above the courts because he got away with that and took our son across country telling me he was moving with one day notice and told me I couldn't do anything about it. Of course I promptly hired a lawyer and we went back to court and he lost joint custody but it took a year of fighting, chasing him down, and not seeing my son. There are more stories but those are probably the worst. Mum's friend was getting divorced, wife was staying in the house, but left so the husband could gather his things, without her there, as he moved out, while packing, he gave the dog a laxative and locked her in the master bedroom, 
poor girl had explosive malamute diarrhea everywhere. She was so upset about her accident that she tried to dig through the door. That dog was such a good girl. It broke my heart. Luckily, the wife kept the dog and the husband was convicted of animal abuse charges, which helped the wife keep custody of the kids. Ro. After he realized I was never going back, he told his mom that I had been stealing from the family the whole time we were together. Then he literally put it in writing that I had a key to his parents' home and would sneak in and take his dad's guns and his grandmother's jewelry, and that he had been powerless to stop me. It was always his druggy sister. Always. Anyone with eyes could see it, but no one in the family wanted to believe it. It's mind-boggling how far people will stretch their own reality for plausible deniability for someone they love who is obviously a shitchow. Called me and pretended he had been hit by a car while we were talking. He even tried to voice the crowd that had gathered around his body god awful acting. But pretty funny listening to him try to mimic a woman's voice. Points for trying to be inclusive, I guess. I think he was trying to get me to relive my trauma of being on the phone with a friend who actually had been hit by a car while we were talking. Too bad he didn't realize that hearing the real thing is worlds different than hearing a dumbass try to act it out. My ex fake jumping from the roof cause I broke up. He was dedicated though. He actually dropped his dang phone and then was mad that I didn't fall for it. Completely ignored our three children for the last 10 years while living with a woman and her three children. Did I mention, our oldest is his from a previous relationship, who I was awarded custody of, and he is her only living biological parent. Stalked me for 5 years, would make fake social media profiles to try to follow me, which I would block endlessly, and would try to find where I worked so she could talk to me. This lady cheated on me with 7 different men 2 months after we were married. I kicked her butt to the curb and made her sign the court papers. When we had our day in court she cried in the judge's office while I just wanted to get this crap done. After, my dad was with me and he threw $50 at her and told her to change your freaking last name. Good guy pops. I haven't seen or heard from her in about 5 years. Thank goodness. My ex-husband started dating his stepmom who has been in his life since he was 11 years old. His stepmom and him are still together almost 5 years later. His stepmom confessed her love of my ex to his dad a few years ago and they have since divorced. The dad is now dating a 21 year old. I know all of this because I'm still close friends with my ex-husband's sister. It's so messed up and I'm so grateful I left him when I did. Dang. I didn't know Pornhub was setting up their own cinematic universe. While we were still married, she gets pregnant with the guy she was cheating on me with who is also married to someone else. She has this idea that he's going to leave his wife and they're going to get married. She got a lawyer and filed for divorce. I get a lawyer too. Only thing is that he works for his wife's father who is setting him up to take over when daddy retires. He realized that getting a divorce means his cushy career is over, confesses everything to his wife and begs for her forgiveness. His wife takes him back and he cuts off my wife. Seeing that her dreams of living with her BF are over, she claims that I'm the father, which is impossible because by that time, we hadn't had sex for more than a year before conception. This does not stop her from telling everyone who will listen that it's my kid. She has her lawyer drop the divorce proceedings. I tell my lawyer to start them with me as the plaintiff and that I want to dispute paternity. I move out. She starts stalking me, shows up at my job and tries to get in. I work as a civilian in R&D at a military base. 
The MPs do not take any of her crap and wind up detaining her when she tries to run past the gate. She calls me at work to bail her out or something. I tell her that whatever she's done it's not my problem and hang up. I also was able to get a restraining order, which she violated repeatedly. She asked for everything. Both cars, the entire house and contents, savings, my retirement account etc. Plus 7 years of spousal support. I offer no support and half of the assets. If she wanted to house, she'd have to buy me out and refinance in her name only. When the kid was born, she tried to put my name on the birth certificate anyway, but I'd already successfully disputed paternity, so that didn't go over well. She had to go after lover boy, who was definitely less than happy to see her. In the end, we split the assets 50 stroke 50, sold the house and she got no spousal support. I don't know if she was able to get money for the kid from lover boy or not. She called me a few times after the divorce, wanting to get together and talk. The calls were in violation of the restraining order, but I never reported it. About 6 months after the divorce was final, I was offered a new job on the other side of the country. I took it and never told anyone outside of my family where I was going. Almost all of our friends believed her when she claimed the baby was mine and made me out to be the butthole, so I didn't really feel the need to tell them anything. Life is better now. Glad to hear life is better dude. You are a strong human. All I wanted was custody of my son. I gave her everything else except one of our cars. She fought me through 5 hearings. I won. She never came to see him again. Sounds like you and your son got lucky. I hope everything works out for you both. Not me, but my grandparents got divorced when my mom was about 17. In their legal battle, they worked out that they would each get 50 stroke 50 of the sale of specific shared assets. There was an old junky car and a fairly new RV. My grandpa sold the RV and the car for $1 each. He handed my grandma a buck in court. Oh, maybe those Craigslist ads I see are legit then. She got custody of our three kids, got 70% of my take home pay for child support requiring me to move into the barracks. I was in the USAF. Then she immediately moved out of state without telling me, despite the divorce decree requiring my consent, all but guaranteeing I would have no contact with my kids. That's not the crazy part. The crazy part is just a few years later she decided she didn't want to be a mother anymore, so she signed up with a carnival. I think she had the hearts for one of the ride operators, and left the girls on their own, without telling me or the girls beforehand. She called my oldest daughter a few days after leaving to tell her to call me. They hadn't called me before that because I had apparently grown accustomed to their mother disappearing for days at a time. Final straw that led to the divorce. Got drunk and drove her car into the middle of the desert. Sent her friend a picture of the GPS and said I didn't love her so I wouldn't come and look for her. She wouldn't answer my calls but kept calling her friend saying I didn't care. I looked for 2 hours before going back home because I needed to work in the morning. She came home and started banging things around and came into our room and threw her phone at me saying I didn't love her. Punched me in the face multiple times and went to jail. After I filed for divorce she lost it. CPS wouldn't let her kids stay at the house because of the DV charge against her so they stayed at her parents. She purposely stayed at the house so that I couldn't see my kids. 
I refused to be alone with her after for fear that she would hurt herself and blame me so I always went to the house with someone if I needed anything. She got tired of this and decided to just remove everything from the house while I was at work. I mean everything that wasn't in my kids bedrooms she took out of the house. Curtains. Ceiling fans. All of the furniture minus the dining table that I don't think she had room for. I thought well this sucks but at least she's gone so I changed the locks. She broke in and stole the locks the next day while I was at work. Left nothing but the holes in the doors to swing open in the wind. Took the window locks. Cut a power cord to the garage door opener. Took the blender that I borrowed from my mom and popped the air mattress that I borrowed to sleep on. Then she flipped off the main breaker to the house. Swore to the judge that someone else must have done it. Not me but my so. His ex-wife got married a few days after receiving the court's final decision on the annulment of marriage case. In our country, we don't have divorce. Well okay, he has moved on already. Now her new husband plans to have his marriage to her annulled too. Edit. Hey, this blew up. Yes, we are in the Philippines. So freaking hard to get an annulment here. I wish we could have divorce, where parties can end their marriage in amicable terms. Killed or euthanize our dog, then lied about that he died of natural causes. Given the dog was old and blind, but B pleaded that she wanted a weekend with him. And then the next night sent me a fake text that he passed away during the night at like 3am because he coughed and then just stopped breathing. That crap wasn't true. I found out later after finding and calling the vet she brought him to that she badmouthed me about and that he was suffering and needed to be put to sleep because he was in agony and I was supposedly letting him suffer. She had him out to sleep like the day she took him home, like 3 hours afterwards. Never got to say goodbye due to that B. This is awful. I'm so sorry you had to deal with that. What a crap person. Kidnapped my three boys from my house when I went on my first post-divorce date. Our loved and trusted babysitter was with them. I left dinner ready and kids bathed and already in their jammies. Left for the movie theater when I got a text from my babysitter that she was sorry for not doing the dishes after dinner. So I texted back that okay, I can do dishes later, but you've got a couple hours as well. The movie hasn't started yet. She was at home as my ex-husband had shown up. Lied and said he was supposed to have the boys that night and that I had said it was okay. I was livid. I knew he was a bit crazy, but I had no idea he was capable of this. I stepped out of the theater, called him and he said if you are going to be dating strangers and endangering the lives of my kids, I will take them WTF. So I called the police, they did the report, we went to court and he was found in contempt for violating our parenting plan. We remained on good terms and still celebrate holidays and birthdays as a family. His two youngest kids, with his current wife, call me aunt and my youngest calls him uncle. Mad respect. So many people go insane during after divorce. It says a lot about you that you have handled it well and kept your relationships intact. He had his law enforcement officer friends run my new boyfriend. One of their wives told me when I called her to offer my support when I heard she and her husband were getting divorced as well. This absolutely terrifies me. He basically got everything. House, car, furniture, I just wanted out. Two years later he is broken homeless. Wanted to get back together. Sorry, but heck no. My ex has done a crap ton of weird stuff. Thankfully most of it not aimed at me. While we were separated and working on our divorce, he would come whine to me about relationship issues. With my cousin, 
with whom he'd had an affair and for whom he'd left me. Mind you, he'd moved in with not just her but her common-law husband, and then was upset by how many other boyfriends she had. This is my cousin who has more babadities than she has babies. Two of her offspring are simultaneously half-brothers and cousins. She's never been known for her monogamy. In other words, Billy claimed to have been in love with her since they were children, and this was magically supposed to make her return his affections. Among the best witnessed from a distance bits of this nonsense were him getting jealous of her visiting her husband and running her off the road in his work van, and generally hanging around screwing her instead of taking jobs. To the extent that there were trainees making more money than he was after he'd been there more than a year and he was eventually invited to resign or be fired. Then there was the time he was doing armed security and, angry at how taking our children on a first date to Austin he expected to be allowed to stay over at this woman's apartment with his children and her children. And she was rightly horrified at the whole thing. Didn't go over well. Had an argument with his girlfriend at the time. Not my cousin, but the ex-wife of a different cousin and drove to her house in his work vehicle his work vehicle his work vehicle this resulted in a firing a restraining order and loss of his right to carry a gun then there was the girlfriend who insisted that if he really loved her he'd move into the homeless shelter with her so he fabricated being kicked out of his parents house and spent the requisite month sleeping outside on the shelter's patio before intake then spent years longer than the relationship living in the shelter only finally leaving to move in with a woman he'd met a month earlier, after ostentatiously asking our children's permission. As you can imagine, they felt they had no choice. Basically it's been 13 years of reeling from one relationship to the next, all overlapping, and the kids pulled into them from the very first second. He's currently trying desperately to find another girlfriend to move in with as the current one is kicking him out to move to Virginia with a new boyfriend of her own. This after some time of subjecting the kids to loud arguments over his pee addiction and their dead sex life, and naturally blaming me for the fact that his two oldest children both refused to talk to him at all. Two of my shortcomings as a wife, by the way, were being too classy. He quoted Confederate Railroad to me, and not providing the drama he felt requisite in a relationship. Whoa. Well I'm happy for him that he finally got the drama he needed, but feel sorry for your kids and you. My divorce was pretty amicable, but a previous boyfriend took one of each pair of my pats and socks so I had no matching pairs. Wife cheated on me. When I confronted her, she grabbed a kitchen knife and threatened me. I told her to go ahead. She put it in my chest just deep enough to draw blood and cut down to my belly button. I hit her on top of her head. She fell to the ground. I left and, after signing papers, never saw her again. It's been 24 years now. Thank you for the awards, peeps. Had no idea my idiot marriage at 20 years old would be the topic with the most upvotes. Those 12 months are full of good stories. Looking back. We were living in a different state and she wanted to move back to her home state a year into our marriage. I really had nothing tying me down in that state so I was down for moving if that's really what she wanted. It had been about 6 months into the move and she cheats on me with a co-worker while I was working full time and trying to finish up my bachelor's degree. She tells me that she didn't feel the same way about me and that she needed to move out to do some thinking. It's driving me insane trying to think about what could have gone wrong. I had a suspicion about that co-worker but I didn't have any proof. I checked our phone account online and sure enough they were talking every night after work while I was out working. 
I followed her one time and sure enough she was going to this guy's house. I confronted her about it and she finally fessed up. So they continued dating after we finally divorced and I was able to move on with my life. She ends up getting pregnant by this guy and he disappears before their baby was even born. Karma definitely came back to bite her after the heck she put me through all alone in a new state with no friends family around. Prior to divorce, he established a pattern of asking me to sleep with someone else, usually MFF threesomes, usually friends of his mine hours, getting increasingly demanding moody until I conceded, then reacting with extreme insecurity, jealousy possessiveness, and need for reassurance afterwards until it happened again. It destroyed me as well as all of my in-person friendships and I still don't understand why he needed to go through that psychodrama over and over, or why I didn't leave sooner. To clarify, there is nothing wrong with swinging, polyamory, or ethical non-monogamy, but he really just wanted an on-demand p-service, and couldn't take no for an answer, and could not stand the thought of me having feelings for anyone other than him, yet consistently thought I was waiting to cheat on him or abandon him. Shortly before I filled for divorce, he broke into my apartment twice, once because he wasn't done talking and then because the apartment complex director told him I couldn't legally kick him out of the apartment, sexually assaulted me while I was sleeping, called the cops and DCF because I blocked him on messenger after close to 24 hours of non-stop texting from him, and chose to publicly throw a couple of punches 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 a couple then he assaulted me in the backyard while refusing to leave, and told the police I had attacked him, I filled a restraining order and divorce on the same day. Four months after our divorce was finalized and he was granted full custody of our three kids for every school vacation, he decided to move halfway across the country to live with his mother. She's still taking care of him. His kids aren't particularly interested in talking to him and haven't seen him in over a year. I offered to pay for him to stay here over the summer so he could see them, but he said nah. This is a fair reflection of his level of engagement with his kids prior to divorce, too. I don't doubt that he loves them but he rarely chooses to spend time with them, because it's stressful. The cops, lawyers, office of child support employees, and the judge have all responded the same way to his endless victim spiel, a tired sigh, a roll of the eyes. He continues to think his situation is everyone else's fault and totally unique. He follows me here, and has quoted some of my posts in court. Hi Brian. Eater. Thanks for the upvotes. Let me know if you've had a similar experience. He's texted to call me a lying W yet again. I've invited him to respond here. Or please quit stalking my social media. As I've asked. Or accept that we have different ideas of how things went. But we'll see. Stop stalking your ex and go get a life. Brian. Divorced men and women of Reddit. What was the final straw? When she refused to go back to marriage counseling because he makes me feel wicked because I won't stop seeing the other guy. There's pretty much nothing left to say. I think Pokemon Go was the final straw. We weren't married but together for 8 years with a kid. He had trouble keeping a job and hadn't had a full time job in 9 months. He worked part time and lost his job and had some bullcrap story. I think he was showing up late and tired from staying up all night playing Pokemon Go downtown all night. She was 3 months pregnant and I was 5 months out to sea. Man, you've got some strong swimmers. My father died in Asia. Last minute I had to bolt to his funeral. 
packing my bags. She lay there in bed and said, I feel like you're just going on vacation. This was really upsetting. After his funeral, Buddhist, where I had to clean his weak old black and blue zombie face with palms and coconut oil, watch him doused in gas from a jerry can, and get set on fire with fireworks from a watch he called me and started lighting me up about our credit card debt, and told me I shouldn't care so much because he was a crap father anyway. The next day I had to pick his bones out, put them in an urn, dress his ashes and clothes after shaping them into the shape of a body, and dropped his ashes into a hole in a trash-ridden and marked grave in a small jungle wood area. Carrying his ashes to the jungle for some reason gave me enough of an existential jolt to think what the frick am I doing. Took a year of deliberation, but I finally decided I deserved a more supportive partner. When my apartment neighbor asked me how I was okay with all of that. Okay with what? Oh, with being in an open marriage. I'm sorry, what now? Come again? Yeah, she told us you guys were in an open marriage when we saw her bringing guys home to your house while you were working. I'm sorry, what now? Come again? Awkward silence. Welp, thanks for letting me know, or I'd still be in the dark about this whole open marriage thing. I caught her emailing him real estate listings. They were apparently shopping online for a house together. When I realized that both my sons spoke to me in the same unpleasant, dismissive tone as my husband did, when my 10 years old asked me why I told them every day that daddy was cross and to try to keep out of his way, when I saw how much better he treated one child than the other, I hadn't realized, all those things had become my normal, somehow not having access to our money had become unremarkable. Being undermined and belittled in front of others was to be tolerated. I had no idea how much I worked to keep the peace and placate. I felt so guilty when it dawned me how much they were absorbing his behaviors and seeing them as normal. I woke up and saw my life with my old, single independent eyes and was both aghast and ashamed. I never, ever would have believed my life would become the mess it had. The thing is, mostly in other people didn't see it. He never socialized with people I knew and his friends think he is great. Even my mum thinks I exaggerate and should put up and shut up. I feel so isolated but I refuse to put up with this crap any longer. My kids deserve an emotionally healthy example of relationships and love. When one of my husband's men a girlfriend's actually came up to me, apologized and said, he told me that you knew about me, and that you had an open marriage. I was already planning on leaving him, because of the infidelities. She just made me move all that much faster. She told me she was pregnant with another man's baby. Pretty easy decision. Husband was out of town on a business trip. I had a surgery scheduled for the same time. Had the surgery and there were complications. It was supposed to be a day surgery and I should have been home that evening. Ended up in the IQ for 2 days and the hospital for 4 more. My friend called my now ex-husband and told him that I almost died and was in IQ and he needed to come home. His reply, well... She didn't die so I'll be home when my business trip is over. After he got home and I got home from the hospital, he was nice enough to leave the hotel invoice on our dresser, a room with two occupants. She wanted to move back to her home country. My visa was denied and that was that. When I talked to his girlfriend on the phone and she didn't know he was married. When she threatened divorce in a very sensitive argument, I paused, agreed, and stuck to it. There were two things that stuck in my mind I just couldn't get past. 
but it was a lot of different things. I guess these two were the nails in the coffin. 1. Birthday dinner for my father-in-law. 5 minutes before we are leaving for dinner me ex tells me, oh, dinner is just for our immediate family. I thought I was his family. It was very heartbreaking. 2. I spent a month caring for my dying grandmother, one of the most treasured people in my life. I was exhausted and devastated by the time she passed. I don't even remember the conversation just his response of, I really need your support right now. Your grandma's death really messed me up. I realized I was alone in my marriage and that it wasn't ever going to change. I had to walk away from my own health and sanity. If your husband doesn't consider you immediate family, then he doesn't understand what marriage is. He tried to kill my 8 month old kitten by throwing it through a wall in our apartment. His reason, the little butthole wouldn't stop meowing. I hope your kitten is okay. Also you dodged a huge freaking bullet. I was working night shift. She cheated on me with 5 men that she met on Tinder and freaking Craigslist. After I downloaded the contents of her phone I found she was talking to 18 and freaking 5. So yeah, divorced. Picked up my ex-wife's cell phone and dialed the last number called. It was her boyfriend, which I knew she had. I walked over to my ex and put the phone on speaker. Confronted him in front of her and they both just laughed. I told her let's see if that guy comes to your rescue when you really need or if you're just a booty call. I brought in 100% of our income which made it extra satisfying when I made the final exit out of the driveway. I asked her how they were doing and she hadn't heard from him since that day. I've related this story on reddit before, but my ex and I had separated over her cheating, and while I was considering options she shot the family dog. She didn't take the dog out back and give it a bowl of food and put it down. She was laying in the bed, looked over at the dog, and decided it needed to be dead. So she shot it right there in the bed next to her. After that she took everything she could out of the house, but left the blood-stained mattress. So my abusive husband never hit just accidentally stepped on my foot. Hard. Accidentally ran into me and I hit the wall. Accidentally pushed me down the stairs. Etc. 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 Final straw was when he accidentally shoved my daughter, not his child. When I told him if he ever touched my child again I would kill him he got a restrainer order against me. No problem. But with no job all I had was a paid off car worth 20,000. So I found an apartment got furniture and a job. All the while he's begging me to come back. Not gonna happen. With no one left to abuse the son of a bee jumped off a bridge and killed himself. After a few years of horrible guilt and a ton of Prozac I am finally doing super great. When my ex started threatening me and physically assaulting me in front of my kid, he also threatened to kill me if I left, and I believed him. Fortunately, I suppose, he was also sleeping around and found the perfect woman. So then he filed for divorce on the fast track and actually gave me a pretty decent deal on the property settlement custody agreement convincing our children to drink their own urine he decided to practice urine therapy and i was disgusted and started to prepare for divorce but when he got the kids involved i immediately knew it was over finding plane tickets and hotel reservations to go meet some dude she had been chatting with online turns out the guy wasn't the fishing boat owning alaskan adventurer he claimed he turned out to be a part-time theater ticket taker for a movie theater living in his mom's basement he got blind drunk at his birthday party and was trying to start fights, etc. So I got him home. 
had the presence of mind to hide the car keys in the dryer. He wanted to go back out, so tore the whole house apart looking for them. Threatened me with a kitchen knife when I wouldn't give up their location. So yeah, marriage. Good times. I was going to get yelled at no matter what I did. Did the laundry. Get yelled at for not folding the towels correctly. Let her do the laundry. Get yelled at for not doing the laundry. The final straw was I was sent to the grocery store for French cut green beans. They had French style green beans and cut style green beans. I spend more time than I care to admit scrutinizing the green bean aisle. I finally realized that green beans are 40 cents and I'm not taking an ass chewing over 40 cents. I bought both. She threw my laptop on the floor, which caused the screen to break. I took the laptop into the bedroom to inspect it. I brought it back out to show it to her. She accused me of breaking the screen. Wasn't the first thing of mine she broke, nor the first time she made a ridiculous accusation. I was in a seriously neglectful and abusive, verbal, psychological, not physical, marriage for the better part of 10 years. I tried everything that I could to try and fix it and even though I was the one with the complaints I still went into marriage counseling for 2 years and said I will do anything I can to try and change to make this better or to try and fix it. She would go into marriage counseling every single week and say the same thing. I want him to accept me as I am. In other words she didn't want to change in any way. She didn't want to compromise in any way. She wanted me to accept being neglectful and abusive person that she had become. I should mention here that she is a severe narcissist. But the final straw? I had never even considered divorce or separation. It never even crossed my mind. For me, we were married for life and we just needed to figure out how to fix it. But one day in marriage counseling when I was talking about something that she had done that was hurtful she blurted out I think we should just consider separating. I was completely shocked and floored by this. I never even imagined it and in that moment I realized that it was always me chasing her. For 10 years I've been chasing her. She's always running away she never apologized ever for anything she would get away with the most heinous behavior and I would crawl back to her and apologize and keep the relationship going and I realized that moment that any time things got tough. She would scream separation or divorce or run away and that is no way to live. A good relationship takes two people that genuinely want to be in a relationship and are both willing to put in the work for that relationship and both willing to compromise for each other. This was not the case. This was a one-sided relationship which is always going to be doomed and so I finally mustered up the courage after she said that and made the decision to walk away. Everyone deserves happiness and I just didn't want to live without the rest of my life like that anymore. He married someone else while he was married to me. Final straw. I think that straw is illegal. She decided she loved her girlfriend who was also married, more than she loved me and our new baby. She left for the girlfriend, who subsequently left her husband and kids too. Both families ended up divorced. Both women lost the kids. They broke up a few months later. Shot iron fruit. My mother-in-law left her husband after he bought her a compost bin for her birthday. She didn't want to be married or a mom anymore. She also wanted to see other people. I showed her the door and she ran like a bat out of heck. Left me and the kids. All I had to do to get custody was keep paying her cell phone bill and car payment. This was pretty much all she cared about. Too dang bad that was not part of the divorce agreement. I stopped paying the day after the divorce was final. She filed for divorce and then fled to another state. 
While temporarily separated from my dad, my mom had to unexpectedly leave the city and left my brother and I with her elder sister, super sweet lady with a heart of gold. My mom had tried to contact my father but wasn't able to get a hold of him and left a message at his work and verbally told his parents. My dad was mad that we weren't left in his care and filed for divorce that week. He wanted a legal agreement that could be enforced in order to guarantee that he got the time with his kids that he felt he deserved. So his reason to file for divorce despite my parents trying to work things out at the time, was that he thought a divorce would give him more time with his kids and on his own terms, that wasn't the long or short term outcome. The catch here is the reason my mom left town that week was in order to take care of my dad's sister and her kids. My aunt was suffering from depression and her husband had to take a work trip and was worried about leaving her alone with the kids. So my mom dropped everything and went there. My dad knew all of this as it was communicated to his parents. My aunt attempted suicide while my mom was there and luckily my mom was able to intervene and save her life. So my mom was saving my dad's sister's life while my dad was filing for divorce. This story has been corroborated by both my parents. It wasn't the final straw, but it was the first time divorce was mentioned, and it was the first time we admitted openly that we both wanted out. We were playing a D&D type board game and his character walked into a trap I'd set and took a massive amount of damage. He tried to institute his own version of take backsies, and when I refused because we were adults and he was cheating, he knocked the game board over and yelled, that's it, that's the straw that broke the camel's back. I wanted divorce. Sadly, we worked things out and continued on through more miserable years until I eventually called it quits due to his online dating and his controlling behavior. That game still has a special place in my heart, though. I had just had my car repaired and repainted following his wrecking of the front end in a careless accident. He took it for a middle of the night joyride with his pot supplier buddy. While I slept unawares, he managed to accomplish the following. 1. Double parked in front of known drug dealer's house. 2. Caught the attention of a cop in a clearly marked SUV. 3. Drove 2 miles with cop following with lights and siren on. 4. Finally noticed cop and engaged in high speed chase. 5. Totaled my car by crashing through a cornfield and into a freaking tractor. 6. Ran from the scene leaving an injured drug buddy behind. 7 concocted idiotic scheme whereby he would pretend to have been carjacked. 8. Stabbed self in the chest with a goddamned pocket knife to lend credence to said scheme. 9. Suffered collapsed lung requiring hospitalization, followed by arrest. 10. Did not get visited in either hospital or jail by soon to be ex-wife. I didn't give a dang what happened to him, but I cried like a baby over the loss of my car. For about 3 months already he would only be home for 10 minutes after I got home from work. Just long enough to say hi to me and our infant son before taking off to party with friends until god knows when. The final straw when when he thought it was acceptable to disappear for the entire weekend and get mad at me when I went looking for him. He had a seizure disorder and schizophrenia so when he went missing in the past, happened multiple times, I had to go looking for him to ensure he was safe. Oh but frick me for worrying. Good riddance. When she set me on fire. I still am dealing with trust issues and this is over 6 years ago. You think your entire life together is going great. Just got a puppy, new car and moving into an apartment we never dreamed we could get. She's finishing up classes at a 4 year college. We've been high school sweethearts since 9th grade so over 7 years together. 
Not even 6 months into being married we go out to dinner and all is going great. Not even 30 minutes into the meal. She starts to get very emotional but won't say why. Concerned and worried for my wife. I excuse us and head home. Mind you this entire time I had and everyone else thought things were going incredibly well. I felt on top of the world with our lives. I just don't find you attractive anymore. When I walked down the aisle 6 months ago I kept repeating to myself. Don't do it. Don't do it. But I couldn't let you down. There's someone at my work who just gives me the attention I need and I'm really attracted to him. We've spent some time together. Now this isn't one of those he didn't see the little things adding up or he's only telling one side of the story type situations. The rug and earth was ripped out from beneath me. Her family and friends all tried to talk to her and her parents apologized profusely. No one had a clue or believed it at first. I crashed at a friend's place and continued to try and talk to her about it and about seeing a counselor. She refused. I told her that both of us need to see someone together as well as individually. Still refused and called me and butthole for suggesting it. In retrospect, it's the best thing that has happened to me. I was able to focus on myself and I met my current amazing wife and I couldn't imagine being with anyone else. And now we have started a family and have a little girl. That fear of my entire world flipping upside down is still there and those trust issues have taken so long to work through. Many issues. The final straw was when his mother criticized me yet again in front of the entire family. When we were alone, I pointed this out to my now ex-husband. He told me, you are just going to have to get used it and get over it. We are married now, there's nothing you can do about it. He saw nothing wrong with how his family treated me and I refused to live the rest of my life being treated like that. Physical and emotional abuse, loss of consortium, and finally the painful punch to the gut when you finally need your spouse for the first time in a decade, and find out she's not there for you at all, in any context. He got syphilis from a prostitute while I was working in the arctic. When he told me that we were too young when we met, 21, and that he never got to live a bachelor lifestyle, he wanted to take a break so that he could date around and get it out of his system then we would get back together. This happened about a month after we got married. Lived together 9 years. Married for 6 months. Marriage only lasted so long because he realized that he wasn't attracting the dime pieces he thought he would and dragged his feet signing paperwork. Divorce lawyers of Reddit. What's the most outrageous reason someone filed for divorce? My aunt was dating an unemployed dude for a while. He was staying in her house rent free. They got married and were getting ready to go on the honeymoon when the new husband tells her he's not going because he has to take care of his plants at the house. Big fight. Aunt goes on the honeymoon with her sisters instead. She comes home and tries to kick him out of her house. He refuses to leave. She tries to get the police involved. Dude is live streaming on Facebook how he is being trapped in his own home. Police tell my aunt there is basically nothing they can do. Can file for eviction after a divorce. Dude gets to live in her house with his precious plants for like 3 months until everything legally gets worked out. Paralegal. A couple got divorced over a cat. Wife called cat snowball because of white fur and only wanted the cat to eat wet food or chicken breast. Husband called cat lily again because of white fur and believed it should only eat dry food. These two argued for a year over custody of the cat but did not give a crap about their human kids aged 15 months, 4 years, and 6 years old. Not a lawyer but I have been aching to tell this story for a while. So this girl I went to school with, 
marries this rich guy from Ohio. She moves in with him and they seem to get along well. Six months later she files for divorce. Up to that point, all I've heard from her was how good it was going. Anyways, it turns out our buddy had a fetish for urine. He asked her to urinate on him in the tub. At first she agrees to it as she thought it was a one-time thing. But he kept asking for it more and more. She tried to decline it respectfully but he wouldn't get any of the hints. She finally used the tub being too small as a reason. Next day she comes home with two dozen construction guys and their heavy equipment tearing the bathroom walls. A week or so later, they finish up the bathroom. She comes home to her sign left on the fridge with a note to drink up. She got some watering to do. I don't know what exactly she put down as the official reason in the paperwork but that was definitely her biggest reason to walk out of that relationship. Oh I forgot to add, he also wanted to bring a horse to do the deed as well and at times, asked her to make animal sounds while she stood on top of him. My aunt had a case where the wife had glued all of the outdoor hoses together so he wouldn't spend more time washing his vehicle anymore. When the glue didn't work she just cut them all up. When he bought new ones they filed for divorce. My 90 year old client, the husband, and his son retained me to initiate divorce proceedings with his 88 year old wife. They'd been married 60 years. The wife had recently taken to beating him with his own cane, because their daughter poisoned her into thinking he was hiding money from them. The battle came down to husband and son versus wife and daughter. At their first court appearance, my client showed up in an old 1950s style pinstripe suit and fedora. He was a farmer his whole life, and this was clearly the only suit he owned. He was such a meek and lovely old gentleman. I had to pass my client onto a new lawyer midway through the proceedings because I accepted a job in a different country, but I understand the divorce was eventually granted. This one hurts. Imagine spending that much of your life with someone and then it breaks. 60 years is no joke. I would have been devastated. Colleague handled a case where money was not an issue but the kids were. Neither parent wanted them. My mom worked in abuse and neglect counseling and juvenile justice. There are a lot more cases like this than I'd care to admit. Parents divorce and neither side wants a kid. Some of them are that neither side wants one kid but will fight over another kid. It ends up totally screwing them over because they have to live with the fact that their parents didn't want them. I represented a P-actress webcam model who filed for divorce from her husband who also did the P-webcam model business. He would do gay P on the side because the pay was better. She was hesitant about it, but dealt with it because the pay was decent. Both sides had an agreement that it wasn't cheating as long as it was for work. One day she came home early and found her husband in bed with two men. They were not filming. That was too much for her. Needless to say, the old conservative judge couldn't wrap his head around this one. I'm imagining explaining this situation to my grandfather and I'm having a hard time because I think he would have a stroke before I finished explaining. When I clerked for a judge, we had a week-long divorce trial between a couple. The husband was a wildlife photographer and the wife was a stay-at-home wife. No kids, who helped remodel the home. Anyway, husband was mauled by a grizzly bear he was photographing. Spent several months in the hospital and rehab and was served papers shortly after getting out. Now without an eye and with severe scarring on his face and side. She wanted half of everything. The non-scarred half at least. Not a divorce lawyer, but I had a friend whose parents divorced for irreconcilable differences over time spent playing a verquest. In my game design class, 
It was referred to as a verkrak. My dad was a divorce lawyer. He had a client who wanted to divorce her husband for two reasons. 1. He did not have enough hair on his chest. 2. He did not drive fast enough. Keep in mind this was in the 70s when chest hair was a bit more important. Crap yeah. It would have been embarrassing to show up late at a pool party and your man not having a decent chest bush. My grandfather's brother was a judge who presided over state issue marriages from time to time. One couple he married returned six months later to confirm the wedding and end their trial marriage. When he thusly informed them that there was no such thing and that they had been married for six months they subsequently broke up. That sounds nutty, but if you believed you so when they told you trial marriages were a real thing, the betrayal could very easily end the marriage. I didn't like her anymore two days after being married. In sickness and in heath. Till disinterest do you part. She was kidnapped in Mexico and he refused to pay ransom. Eventually her family managed to pay and she was left on the side of the road. It is not outrageous as in petty but outrageous as how absurd that is. Honey I love you, but we agreed to save up money so we can purchase a house. Your ransom would really set us back. I'm an intern but the judge I work for used to do divorce work. He has some crazy stories but this one is probably the most outrageous, though the divorce was pretty justified. Every morning this couple would sit in the bathroom together while one of them had their morning dump. One would sit on the toilet and the other on the rim of the bathtub. This particular morning the wife was on the toilet and husband on the edge of the tub. They started to argue about their relationship so the wife reaches down, pulls her tampon out and flings it at husband. I'm told the tampon stuck for a brief second to his forehead before sliding off. He filed for divorce that same day or the next. At first I read this as one shoots in the toilet while the other shoots into the bathtub as in they are both pooping simultaneously and rock paper scissors for who gets to use the toilet. I was so concerned. I knew a guy from a high school job who divorced his wife of 2 months because she would sleep with a nightlight but he could only sleep in total darkness. As they apparently never lived together until after getting married. He hated her nightlight so much that he would often sleep on the couch instead, but sometimes he would claim the bed for himself and lock her out of the bedroom for the night. This was an eccentric late 40s man working at a Burger King who acted like all the other high school co-workers were his best chums, and often told us these weird stories. I'm glad I don't work with him anymore. Failed exorcisms. Client had an inner ear condition that caused chronic vertigo, but symptoms could be treated with medication. Husband was an evangelical who was convinced his wife one had become possessed and that her vertigo and general crankiness with his methods were evidence of demonic possession. 2. The medication she was taking was enabling the devil to hide inside her. And 3. The only proper recourse was exorcism. He would hide her meds until she got dizzy and then try various methods of exorcism. This included... Sweating it out, put under blankets while incapacitated and locked in a room full of space heater. Freezing it out, pretty much the reverse with AC, fans, and bags of ice. Surprising it out, he would jump out and scare her like it was the hiccups. But instead of yelling boo he would recite the Lord's Prayer or Psalms. The final straw was that he tried to surprise it out of her by pushing her down the stairs when they were heading out for dinner. Note, this guy was some type of executive and they still went out to dinner after the stairs incident. She asked for the divorce at an Applebee's that night. I have often tried to picture that conversation, as she was adamant that he was a total sweetheart and never acted out of malice or anger. 
That one's just sad. My uncle has schizophrenia, and my grand aunt tried to convince my grandmother, his mom, to have an exorcist come instead of letting him stay on his medications. It's probably one of the reasons my grandmother stopped talking to them much. It pains me to think he could have gone through all of that if he'd been one of my grand aunt's son instead of my grandmother's. He had an argument with the new in-laws during the wedding and moved out at around 5am during the first night. I was a legal assistant when this case came in, but this lady divorced her husband of 2 months because he got her an iPad case for her birthday instead of the expensive jewelry she wanted. My client put his wife in an assisted living facility based on a misdiagnosis, the medication of which caused the wife to be unable to care for herself. While in the facility, my client Shocker started dating another woman and methinks began using hard drugs. He used a lot of money on both of these things. She eventually got off the medication and got better. Suffice to say, she was not happy about what had transpired. Was the reason but did happen during the course of the divorce. Neither side would follow the court orders. When they had to go back to court they were fighting over a pistol and the man's grandmother's bowls. I assumed for weeks that these bowls were some sort of heirloom or expensive china. When they finally brought the bowls in to swap they were freaking Tupperware. My husband's first marriage lasted 6 months. He found out she had been sleeping around with several of his friends and one of those friends finally felt so guilty that he fessed up. Husband actually wanted to work it out if he could, but when he tried to talk to her about it, she locked him out of the house and told him she wanted a divorce. Why did you marry me he finally asked her. Her response? Because he was the only one she was sleeping with who could afford her dream wedding. Yup, B married him because she wanted a wedding and chose the person who could afford it. Mind you, he wasn't wealthy by any means. He just wishes his friend had felt guilty about say, 6 months sooner. I had some friends get divorced because she legit hated Dale Earnhardt and he legit hated Jeff Gordon. My douche cousin told his wife she had 3 chances to give him a son. Daughter was born first, strike one, son was born second, then they find out the boy can't eat gluten. So my cousin divorced her and has made zero effort to see his kids. Who's your cousin? Henry V.I.E. My great great grandparents had an interesting case. He was abusive, like pimp her out and then beat her for infidelity levels of abuse. This was the 1910s, though, and in our state you couldn't initiate a divorce for cruelty. In fact, the only possible grounds for divorce was infidelity. A few times, she tried just leaving him anyway. Once he came home from work and she, plus all 8 of their kids, were just gone. But he always found them. And since they were still married, he had every right to grab the kids and go back home with them. Finally, she moved out and went to live with another man. She flaunted the new guy around town until her no good husband got embarrassed enough to sue her for divorce on the grounds of infidelity. Although she couldn't read or write, she put her ex on those papers the minute he served her. It was a major local scandal, very catholic community. Divorce was rare, but she got what she needed to be safe. My client was the outrageous one, so my heart went out to his poor wife. He had OCD which manifested primarily financially, so he made their lives a penny pinching heck. Examples. He was obsessed with avoiding unnecessary driving, wear and tear on the car, gas expenses, so he cut the whole family's hair at home and never let them eat at a restaurant or go to the movies. Weirdest of all, 
He kept one toilet paper roll on him at all times and you had to get one square from him before you could go to the bathroom. He never gave more than one square. Wife finally got fed up and left him when one. He gave her bangs during an in-home haircut and two. Their daughter was so traumatized by the toilet paper thing they couldn't potty train her. Also, he hated paying his divorce lawyer bill. He was also an old-fashioned mega-catholic who considered divorce a deadly sin. He viewed my whole job as an unnecessary and sinful expense. Not me, but a friend my mum has divorced her husband because his mother still coddled him at age 40, with his consent. They lived with his mother, common in Asia. By coddle I mean that she would walk straight into their room after his shower and powder his back for him. They couldn't lock their bedroom door because his mother would come in as and when she wanted. If they locked the door, she would knock repeatedly asking what they were doing. I worked as a paralegal for a divorce lawyer. Case analysis was one of my main responsibilities. I crap you not. A recently married couple of two years broke it off because the husband would not stop feeding the dog. The dog got outrageously fat. Apparently she saw connection between the dog and future children. I am a lawyer that handles quite a few divorces, among other things, and I've seen all sorts of reasons for marriages ending. The only thing that is consistently true is that it is never for just one reason, and it is never one-sided. When you hear about people divorcing over one stupid argument or mistake, usually that's just the straw that broke the camel's back. That said, some of the lighter straws I've seen include, a guy who is 100% convinced that his wife, our client, is actually a lesbian in love with his sister and just using him as a cover. But he also claims she is hooking up with me to pay for her legal fees. And with every male whose phone number is in her call history. A woman who is divorcing my client because he was too sad after his father died last year. My client had to break down her door to get his father's ashes a few weeks after he left the house and she refused to let him back in or give them to him. And a woman who claims my client was emotionally abusive towards her because he refused to yell at her and sat in silence ignoring her when she screamed at him, he has this recorded. Time stamped for the dates and times she insists the incidents occurred, and she's listened to them and his complete silence as she goes on tirades and insists this proves her point that he was emotionally distant and abusive. A friend of mine got married when she was 19 so she could drink at a bar. In Wisconsin you can drink underage with a parent or a spouse. Then when she turned 21 she got a divorce since she was legal to drink without him. Seems like an easy in and out transaction but oh no. The biggest item they fought over was the garage beer refrigerator. Go figure. Not the most outrageous, but I had a client incur about 20 additional hours of billable hours because he and his ex-wife were battling and went to trial over their Star Wars collection. This was the only issue at trial. They were able to work out custody, child support, the house, but the Star Wars collection went to trial. The judge ended up splitting it in the most arsehellish way possible, basically giving each side half of what they wanted and then mixing and matching everything else and breaking up collections. When speaking about it at a conference, the judge admitted she did it because if they were going to act like children, she would treat them like children. The thing is, the value of this collection was over $100k, so hardly kids stuff. Neither side had it in them to appeal, nor was the case law on either side given judicial discretion in property distribution. Worked in matrimonial law for a year and a half before I had to leave BC it just overwhelmed me with how awful humanity is. 
I'll never forget filing papers that described her soon-to-be ex-husband's behavior, including, Master, Bates on the living room couch without closing the door and leaves sticky tissues everywhere with further description of their three young children potentially walking in on him. I have a friend who used to work as a clerk for a family court judge. The minute a new job opened up working for a criminal court judge she jumped on it, because, as she put it, dealing with murderers all day is one heck of a lot easier than dealing with divorcing couples all day. I do my student practice at my family's law firm. Young woman filed for a divorce because her husband drank one beer during weekdays after a day of work. The guy wasn't violent, doing drugs, or anything like that. He was just a normal, polite guy who liked to have a cold one after a 10 hour shift. They are very good couple and argue so rarely that this woman's friends told her to write down everything he did to upset her and reread it every day, so she had reasons to be angry. My mom, lawyer, set the woman straight, told her he just doing what all guys do and to find herself new friends instead of ones ready to sabotage their marriage. Not necessarily the most outrageous reason, but definitely some outrageous conduct. The saddest divorce we were hired to do, but ended up not doing for reasons that'll become apparent, was a woman in her 50s whose husband had really just let himself go. He was over 400 pounds, just did his third triple bypass, refused to do anything different, just smoked and drank all day long while watching TV. His doctors told him he was going to die in 6 months if he didn't change his behavior. He told them they were all morons and could go to heck. Meanwhile, his wife is this successful woman who makes over $10k a month on her hobby, while making 6 figures in her normal work. She lost all respect for him, all desire, and all love for him by watching his decline. For the past few years, she can barely stand him. It also sounded like there was some verbal abuse going on where he constantly accused her of cheating and gaslighting her while cheating himself throughout their marriage, and spending all his money on coke, the usual. His accusations ramped up considerably once she lost about 200 pounds the good ole fashioned way. We were working on her divorce and one of her provisions was that he keep her as the beneficiary on his life insurance, for obvious reasons. She assured us he would agree to everything she suggested in the paperwork if she talked him through it. One day, we get an email from her saying to hold the divorce. Not because they were reconciling, but because he refused to keep her as the beneficiary on his life insurance if they divorced. So, she stopped the divorce, so that she could get the benefits when he inevitably dies in a few months. He got drunk at the wedding. She did not like it, and decided to divorce him right after the honeymoon, which she went without him. Moreover, this was all an elaborate scheme of divorce robbery, because the guy was loaded, and so was his entire family. They were loaded because they were a family of excellent lawyers, and he was a third generation lawyer, with all the smarts and experience of his predecessors combined. Let's just say it did not go well for her. I am not a lawyer, but I am a court clerk. The magistrate I used to work with got a petition for divorce and the reason the wife gave was he should have been more forthcoming about his shortcomings in the bedroom. Not a lawyer, but my uncle's wife left him because he was spending most of the time at the hospital with my dying grandfather instead of spending time with her. I work with a guy whose wife is currently peed because he hasn't been taking sufficient care of the lawn for the last few months. He works weird night shift hours full time. 
She's a teacher currently not working since it's summer. Oh, and his dad is terminally ill dying in a hospital bed right now, but she still has the audacity to be about the lawn not getting mowed. Was a loud chewer at the dinner table. He developed a complex and literally needed out as he couldn't bear to eat with her. This sounds like a Seinfeld B-plot. Now, but my father's best friend divorced his wife over her cooking. Apparently, every day he would come home to amazing cooked meals. However, she couldn't cook at all and was ordering food from different restaurants. She even went as far as dirtying pots and pans to make it look like she cooked all day. She got away with this for almost a year before he caught on. This was back in the day before you could check your bank statements online. And since she did all the billing, he didn't notice how much money was missing that she was spending on takeout. Not a divorce lawyer, but got out of my first marriage because shortly after we got married he decided he didn't like the way I talked, and asked me not to talk when we were out in company unless I could talk straight. I'm not a lawyer but I was once buying a computer from someone on Craigslist and when I got to his house it was full of computers everywhere. There were monitors laying on the floor and half-built computers laying around. Full-built computers all over the place. And I'm talking expensive gaming computers not your everyday all-in-one computers. We got to talking about why he had so many and the guy said he was just obsessed with them and he confessed that the reason his wife divorced him was because she said I was too obsessed with my computers. I'm not a lawyer but I was once buying a computer from someone on Craigslist. Good enough for me. The dog he bought me peed on the carpet. To be fair, it really tied the room together. Taught the parakeet certain cuss words for his wife. The parrot lives with the man now. I thought about going towards family law, and then I realized I'm gonna have to deal with things such as who's gonna get the parrot and grandma's vase. Nope. Divorce lawyer in London. Had a client who indulged in some recreational drug use. His dealer lives in the same apartment building as him. Went down one day to pick up some of that sweet, sweet coke. When drug dealer, female, came to the door he could hear his wife in the background. Turns out that his wife also liked the high life and was getting her fix in with the neighborhood dealer. But it doesn't end there. Because they all get on so well they start having parties and hanging out. Parties become drug-fueled orgies and hey presto each week the husband and wife put their kids to bed and head downstairs to the dealer's flat for a feast of drugs and flesh. A couple of months go by and the wife comes home and says she is leaving him to be in a full-time same-sex relationship with the dealer. Dude is now stressed AF but he can't score no more from his dealer who stole his missus. Just a reminder, nobody in this story is as attractive as what you are thinking. It's not a ridiculous reason, it's a ridiculous scenario. Happened to a friend. Girlfriend wanted a cat even though it was against rules in that building. My friend caved and they got one. Then she brought another one home without asking what he thought about it. Didn't get that one fixed. It had two different litters. When it was all said and done they had 12 cats in a 2 bedroom house and she didn't think it was a problem even though it drove him out of his mind. Now. But the story of the couple in Algeria always gets me. Groom sees his new wife the morning after the wedding without makeup, takes her for an intruder, and proceeds to sue for over $10k for psychological trauma. Smelly feet. Though there's no divorce in my country only annulment, my client can't stand the smell of his wife's feet. Lucky for him because incompatibility clause includes smelly feet. I was smelling the whole process and the judge laughed examining the evidence of his wife having a smelly feet. 
If you are new to the channel, you can subscribe. I publish new videos every day. Until then, check another video. Bye for now.